What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 63 of the No Mercy podcast. Bill Rupp, who you guys know, tells me he needs these intros shorter because he's only got a two-minute attention span, so I'm going to be quick with this. On today's episode, me and Bobby covered Simone Biles. We went into India, heavy into India. We went into barbed wire dog penises. You want to make sure you stay tuned until you hear about that. Talked about the whole world being fake, simulation theory, Miss Universe, you name it. We covered it. Of course, we bitched about our social medias on top of that, too. Follow at Bob's Lessons and at Tommy G Returns on every social media outlet. I'm going to keep it quick, Bill. This is just for you, Bill Rupp. Keeping this quick, keeping this tight. Get over to 4deepbets.com. Number 4deepbets.com. Go over there. Let's win some money all through the holiday season. We have yearly packages, daily packages, weekly packages, monthly packages, and late night discords where we talk about sports and then conspiracy. Promo code VIP20 for 20% off the whole site. So without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 63 of the much-awaited No Mercy podcast. I am joined by the Indian hater himself, the man who had 9,854 followers heading into the last podcast, begged everyone to follow him to get him over 10,000. We thought it was a shoe-in, and he's currently sitting at 9,911, gained about 80 followers after that rant, probably because a thousand people unfollowed him due to his Indian hate, Mr. Bob's Lessons. <laughs> Hari Krishna, Tommy G. How are you doing today? Oh God, I'm, I'm I'm completely lost and confused. I have no idea what's going on with these Instagram algorithms and Twitter algorithms. It's uh, it, it, there's quite an interesting thing going on here that I'm gonna want you to follow. Okay, as we go, um, I'd like you. Oh, to by look, the way, real right? quick, I called this in the Discord when I was I, I signed into the Discord at 1 a.m. and I said tomorrow when we record, Tommy's gonna spend 10 minutes talking about his Instagram. So go ahead. I already no, won no, 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 no. You see, you cheated because you knew what we were talking about yesterday. And I was going to give you credit for one of your calls, but we're not going to. I would like to talk about how do you think that- Vegas works? It's called insider information. Yeah, yeah. But you're cheating. You're cheating. <laughs> you already you already know the uh, I, I would like to talk about how you only gained 100 followers. I also like to talk about how when you sent me the pre-show, you snuck in Bobby's small penis <laughs> in topics for this podcast. The po- so here's what I sent Bobby. I didn't know if he'd catch it or not because he's like, send me some topics. So I just wrote <laughs> some shit down. I was like, uh, the world is fake. Maxwell trial tracker, Mandela, Rittenhouse, Kevin Hart show, Bobby small penis, work shortage, coin stopping, Tom Brady. And I just slipped it in and you didn't say anything initially. So I know you love Easter eggs. So I dropped a little Easter egg in there. Uh, I'd say it's a little bit more than Easter egg. <laughs> it's more like an Easter log. Easter egg. <laughs> 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 oh, it's great. So, so when do you think you'll uh, you'll cross that magic number? Do you think you will? I think I'm going to beat you there. I think you will. I, I actually, th- it, it actually saddens me to think that you're going to beat me to ten thousand again. Ah, oh, it's going to be great because you're you're stuck. 
you're you're in complete insta quicksand. Now I really feel like every time I gain a follower, I lose three. Like yeah, yeah. I, I've watched it go up and down. It, it's it's funny because the you know I've actually been trying to make a conscious effort not to talk about fucking social media, but something crazy happens right before every podcast where I just need to bring it up. So I posted a video on Instagram. If you guys go to my reels, uh, Tommy G returns to and Bob at Bob's lessons. If you go to my reels, I posted a video. Uh, this one here. Let me play it on here for you. Hold on. Pfizer, CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. And then it just keeps going, right? So it's, it's, uh, and then that's your boy, uh, who did that. That was his, what, hold on. Uh, Jimmy, is it, is Jimmy, isn't it Jimmy Dorn? Jimmy Dorn, yeah. Yeah, I like him. So uh, so he posted it, right? So I ripped the video and I posted it, right? And I just, you know, I left Instagram alone for the weekend. And I come back and I see I gained all these followers. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like, what's happening? And I go to the video and I'm just scrolling through the comments because it's a reel. So you got to like go into reels to see the numbers. Around. And I'm just scrolling through the comments and there's like hundreds of them. I'm like, I haven't seen activity like this ever since I got banned five times. Dude, the thing has a million views. Yeah. A million. Okay. It had 855 yesterday. It came like another 150,000 today. So I'm like, great. I broke through the algorithm. Like this thing broke through. I'm free. No, right? the kiss of what death. did you tell? What did you tell me? I told you last night. I said, that's the, that's the kiss of death. Like that means that the, you're on the radar now and your next video is going to get just absolutely crushed. So then I post this video, which uh, is important for you guys to hear and share. You don't have to share it from my Instagram, but uh, make sure you share it because this is kind of your mic drop moment for your liberal friends as far as the vaccine. This is Dr. Fraudchi. Well, I just turned the volume off. Please give me a second. This would not be the first time if it happened that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. There was the history of the respiratory syncytial virus vaccine in children, which paradoxically made the children worse. One of the HIV vaccines that we tested several years ago actually made individuals more likely to get infected. This so that's the uh, Fauci video that is uh, starting to circulate again from, I think that was from last year uh, when he was saying that. A lot of people think it's new. It's not new. It's from last year. But of him admitting that, you know, the vaccine has made people worse in the past. So it's a real mic drop moment for your liberal friends that go there. So I posted that, Bob. I'm like, all right, let's let's put another banger out, right? Let's see what this one gets. <laughs> Keep your eye on it throughout the podcast because right now it's at 638 views. Wait, you okay? said 638, like not even a thousand. 638, the number 638. Meanwhile, it's got 940 likes and 56 comments. So- the last video had 500 comments, did a million. This one is 50 and has 600. And it's been at 638 views since I woke up today. So we'll see if we can get through the whole podcast and you'll see the likes and comments grow, but you'll see the video stay at 638. So I got to give you credit. You are 100% right. I broke free from the Instagram algorithm for one day 
and I'm back on the radar. Well, yeah, it's you know that's the thing that freaks me out about it because like you know we'll post. Pro Remember we talked about how we post post like promos for our our episodes. Like, hey, No Mercy sixty two is coming out. You make make a video, and it'll get like it'll get just crushed. It'll get like four hundred views when your other views are getting like five thousand views. Forty thousand, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's crazy, man. But yeah, I mean that just means you're on the radar it's it was like kind of like back in the day where, where if you got retweeted by trump it was like the kiss of death where like you're you know right. your account's about to get killed now it's like being a guest on our show like my buddy jack <laughs> yeah. i had a buddy who was a guest on my on, on my uh, podcast uh who has like he, he's got a, a fraction of the followers you do and he got just absolutely just destroyed and killed off twitter so now he's trying to build up a you know a new social media account so it I, sucks, it's a new yes. kiss of death but it's not fun basically i i expect all the no mercy stuff but i i never seen it i actually thought i thought i made some headway there bob i was getting excited to come on and say you're not going to hear me bitch about social media anymore and and there we go i know you the best way to pivot off of this too by the way is to give mm -hmm. you credit for something else that you can talk about how amazing you are so that way we can not I mean, talk about that's that would help <laughs> I was, I mean, I was low key bragging about the million views, but uh, yeah. we can we can go into. I'll okay. brag some more. So you did say this at the beginning because I have to give credit where credit's due because when we were, when when Parler came out, I was the one that said, "Stop it! It's a honeypot. Don't do it! Don't do it! You're you're yes, gonna get banned." You, you, when I was like, "Hey guys, follow this Maxine uh, Chiseling <laughs> Maxwell trial well, track. trial track." Yeah, I was like, "Everybody, follow it! Follow it!" You were like, "Watch out! It's a honeypot." Because and I didn't think about it at first because the, it came out of nowhere and like the followers just grew to like five hundred thousand followers in literally fucking uh, like uh, two weeks. Right. And then and then people were like, oh, it got banned. There's no way it was a honeypot. And that's kind of like generally, though, how the process works is that it gathers up all this all this information and then they nuke it. And And the other thing about it was. Uh, first of all, nothing can get that big nowadays, like nothing, anything, anything that could possibly be detrimental to the left can't get that big that fast. Like the Patriot thought accounts. That's why I have a, I have a list now of Patriot thoughts. Um, I found out who the vortex is, by the way, I believe too, who the center of the Patriot thought world is. <laughs> Do you but have like a whole there, like FBI? I have a list. Yeah, I have 19, 19 Patriot thought accounts on the list. Every time I see them, I just add them to the list. The, uh, <laughs> But but the the Maxwell trial tracker was so obviously a honeypot right out the gate just for the fact that the pin tweet was sign up for our newsletter for when we get banned, you know, and that thing is kind of like with Parler when we were talking about with Parler, it was odd because they were asking you for your driver's license and to tag your other social media accounts so that you can get verified. They were asking you for a lot of information that for a for a right wing conspiracy theorist app should have been complete anonymity, right? Like of any of them, that should have been the one that doesn't even ask you for your real name, right? Like that should have been the one that's just, you know, free to free to do what you want, say what you want with no ramifications. And when, when parlor, I realized you were right on parlor when I tried to get verified on there and they asked me to tag any other social media accounts that I had that had over a hundred thousand followers. And that's when I was like, ah, uh, yeah, Bobby's right. Like, this is a complete honeypot. But the Maxwell Trier Tracker, the first thing pinned at the top was fucking uh, drop your email in here so that we could send you our newsletter for when we get banned. So it, it was just so fucking obvious. And then all of a sudden you saw within fucking days, 
it was fucking posting my pillow ads and fucking uh, Q shit, big booms coming, all the same shit. And supposedly, I have to dig into this more because I was speaking to ET and Liz uh, last week about it. Supposedly, someone dug in there, and if you guys have any information to it on this, uh, DM me or Bobby and and send it to us. Supposedly, someone went through their old tweets, and there was actually Trump hating tweets in there. Uh, so I just got I got a text yesterday. I tried to get the information for the pod. I don't have it, but uh, supposedly that is confirmed that that same Maxwell Trial Tracker account had some anti-Trump tweets if you went far back enough before it, it switched Bro, faces. How, like, reckless is that to where, like, you don't even, like, go back and no. delete old tweets? Like, <laughs> Dude, the fucking new CEO of Twitter fucking has a tweet on there calling white people the devil. Like, That's true. Everyone's retarded. But, I mean, no, this is, like, you know a literal change of identity where you're trying to, like, you know, be the, uh, you know, the ring bearer of... You know, the Epstein trial tracker. Meanwhile, like your previous identity was, you know, anti-Trump, kind of like that Antifa dude that ended up getting arrested in the January, you know, the January 6th attacks. It's like, dude, like, yeah, you know, we can we can figure out who you were before this event. I feel like it's just all like the sharp people, <clears throat> free thinkers and even sharp liberals. Uh, anyone who's just sharp and has any clue of what they're talking about, because as much as we hate liberals, um, there are some very intelligent, you know, masterful people on that side of the aisle. That's how they were able to fucking steal an election and do all this kind of shit that they do and manipulate the whole country. I mean, you could say whatever you want about Fauci and and these people in Pelosi. They're evil. They're devil. They're satanic spawn. But they're pretty good chess players, right? Like they, they realize how to manipulate the entire fucking retards in the country and they don't need to play chess. They could just play checkers and get away with it. Now everyone's just lazy. Like everyone on both sides. It's what we talk about every podcast. The tweets are lazy. The cleanup is lazy. No one cares anymore. All, all the people who really know what the fuck they're doing have already been wiped off or, you know, demoralized to where they're out. They're just living in their echo chambers. And and really the dumb, lazy people are left to uh, to control social media at this point. Yeah. I mean, just like the collective IQ of of tweets from the 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 pay, quote unquote patriot side has been very That's like demoralizing horrible. for me. Yeah, it's been very yeah. demoralizing. It, there's just a lack of concerted effort. And that's why, you know, going back to our debate, that's why I actually do believe, you know, I, I continue to believe that the, tr the, the era of Trump was the most significant because you couldn't be lazy during the Trump presidency, like both sides. Like you had, you had to have some type of, uh, you know, substance to what you were saying for the most part there were those that just you know yeah. got away with being lazy because of i'll be honest with you because of their identity you know there are a lot of people right. because of what their identity was they got famous without any merit but there were a lot of people that had really good shit and that's how they you know gained a lot of followers i.e the no mercy podcast I, I think what happened back in 2020 was some of the biggest frustrations with the uh, the movement and the awakening or whatever you want to refer to it as were also some of the biggest strengths, right? Like they just took it a little bit too far. Like if you think about the biggest accounts that you guys were following back in 2020 for information, okay? Even even if you think they're a psyop or whatever, I mean, you go start with the Pasobics and the Cernoviches, right? Pasobic and Cernovich were just rapid firing fucking just shit 24 hours a day, right? So at least there was a lot of work put in, even if they're retarded. Uh, you had, you know, myself writing, you know, 50 part threads to educate 
you were spending 50 hours a week making videos. You had Liz Crokin dedicating her life to making documentaries. Even if you want to go to the Q crowd with the, you know, I know you're not the biggest Jordan Sather guy. I like him, but I know, I know you're not a big Sather guy. But, you know, he was appearing in documentaries, doing podcasts, doing Instagram lives. You had Inevitable and CJ Truth and all those people who, even if you don't believe in the Q decoding and all that nonsense, we're still spending 20 hours a day. Like I would talk to ET and he'd be exhausted every night because he was just, I mean, how many tweets did he send out a day? Like fucking thousand. Right. So like the, but they were like decodes. Even if you think the decodes are retarded and nonsense, which I understand there was still work being put in. Oh, there was tons of work. Nonsense or real. There was still work. So like everyone was working to, to uncover what was going on. Right. And then once that whole fucking mass from both sides was getting wiped out. The only people that were lazy were the liberals. Now it's just fucking lazy nonsense. Like, when's the last time you've logged on to Twitter? And see, I mean, think about podcasts. Pretty much every single person who was influential in this movement in 2020, from the Crystal Teenies to Larry Johnson to fucking everyone we've had on here, and, and even Conspiracy Jack, James R. Think about anyone you can think of who was influential and enlightening you last year. They all had a podcast or a YouTube show or something. These people that you see now who have the biggest followings, none of them even have a podcast. None of them even have a YouTube show. These are just random accounts tweeting random shit with no media outlet attached to them whatsoever. It's There's no effort. When's the last time you've logged on, Bob, and seen a really funny 30-second uh, to two-minute video like you used to make or a lot of the people used to make the meme masters used to make when's the last time you've logged on to twitter dude and seen a 30 part thread the that only excited time you? i see funny shit is when it's forwarded from tiktok i swear to god i think all the new funny yeah. creative shit is going on on fucking tiktok and twitter is just like a cesspool of it, it it's it, you know what it reminds me of like you know that bar that used to go into that was like it was like bumping and then you go into it now and like all the, you know, the the bands or DJs that you used to see are gone now and all the regulars are gone and they're, and they're in the club down the street, you know, and, and it turned into something that it, it it used to not be because of new ownership or new policy mm -hmm. or violence in the neighborhood. And that that's really what Twitter feels like is that club that's just like a, a shell of, of what it used to be. So I log on to Twitter just as a, you know, and an extra source, you know, but it used to be the first thing I did when I woke up like a cup of fucking coffee, dude, I would check Twitter yeah. for information and it's just not and there we, anymore. And we did a whole podcast on the war on Twitter. And the whole point about it is it's because everyone left, mm -hmm. you know, if you haven't listened to episode 62, you should, as we talked very heavily about it, it's because everyone left and ran away. Like they managed to fucking scare off. Like they sprayed the hose and the second everyone got wet, they didn't realize, wait, this is just water. We can run through this hose. They just left. And they went to Telegram and went to all these other places like we talked about in the last episode. And it's unfortunate because people go, oh, well, now I go here for my... Well, now you still need to be on Twitter. Like, yeah. as we said last episode, that's where the battle is. So the fact that no one's there anymore isn't something like, I'm still staying there. I'm still posting on there. You're still posting on there because yep. you can't leave. That's yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yes, it is. That's the that's that's the fucking epa. That's the mecca. Like that's the Coliseum. You you can't just leave. And unfortunately, it's turned into a goddamn cesspool. 
And uh, and now everything's very frustrating. I just, but I'm always it, interested about the there, there are certain accounts that grew and got blue check marks. And then there's other accounts that either got nuked or never got blue check marks. And I'm always wondering why these certain conservative accounts that are saying similar shit to the other ones that got nuked are growing exponentially and got verified when the other ones are not. And and that's why it always boggled my mind. I'm like, wait, why did this guy get a blue check mark? Why did that person get a blue check mark? And meanwhile, like all these other people that are doing much better work are fucking gone. Like they're gone yeah. now. Well, I mean, that's that's the answer. It's I was going to touch on this in the point I was just making a second ago. I forgot you just brought me back to it. The negative about 2020 was everyone was working so hard that, you know, the people gaining followers were actually putting a lot of work in. And keep in mind, it was a lot easier to put a lot of work in because we were in lockdown, right? No one had a job. So everyone, all they did was focus on Twitter and, and focus on conspiracies and uncovering and researching and data and shit like that. But the thing about it last year, all these Patriot accounts and the not Alex Shepherds and all these fucking retards that are running and controlling Twitter right now, they would have been tagged as psyops day one. And they would have just been getting attacked all day by as psyops. Now there's so little content there from from patriots at all that everyone's like, ah, who cares if it's a psyop? They're writing something good that I need to spread. So it's like that that lack of checks and balances that exists there now because there's so few people. It's like if we're going to get in a fight at a bar, right? And I get to pick five people and I got a whole fucking football team standing there behind me and I get to pick five guys from that. I'm going to be very selective, right? right? I'm going to take like the defensive and offensive linemen, you know, who are six, seven, 300 pounds and bring them to war with me in the bar. Right. But if the whole football team leaves and the only people standing there are fucking 130 pound fucking Bobby and fucking, you know, three <laughs> little Asian kids and an Indian girl, I'm going to be like, fuck it. Let's go. Like, we're, we're so that's really where it is, right? The football team left. So everyone's just like, all right, normally I wouldn't pick these people, but fuck it. There's, there's nothing else here. So your physical prowess is basically the equivalent of new Twitter. <laughs> I, at least with the Indian kid, you could get some good plays drawn up, you know, like the annexation of yeah, Puerto Rico yeah, or something like that. Speaking of India. So you, you broke through something on the last podcast and we talked about it. it is getting a little 2020 ish where a lot of the stuff we talk about ends up going crazy uh we'll talk about the simulation and how we feel that we're living in one right now uh partly because of what i'm about to talk about but you know you, you patted me on the back for the maxwell trial tracker so i'll pat you on the back now for your indian rants um i do not hate indians as much as bob does bob does hate <laughs> indians he is going to pretend like he doesn't but he does uh, but on the last podcast you were going crazy and then all of a sudden it's everywhere yeah. everywhere to the point that i got a lot of credit uh this week because we're watching football and as you know the primetime football games are usually dog shit and bill rupp turns around and he goes oh, miss miss universe is on and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't care. I'm sweating the Redskins game. Like, I don't fucking care about Miss Universe right now. We'll look at titties later because uh, we're live in the Discord on the 4deepbets.com. Number 4deepbets.com, VIP 20 for 20% off. So we're we're over there in the Discord watching uh, the football game. And Bill's like, well, you got to make a bet on it. Me and you. Like, uh, yo, I'm going to take a country and you take a country. We'll bet 500 bucks. I'm like, all right, all right, Bill, fine. Like, just let me finish watching this game and then we'll focus. Because it was still the, the the 80 people. It wasn't even the final 16 yet, right? Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, Venezuela looks good. I think I might take her. I go, you know what, Bill? Sight unseen. Give me fucking India, okay? I, that's it. I'm, I, I will put whatever money you want. I'll take India. 
You wait fucking 30 minutes and pick whoever the fuck you want. Sue advances. I got India. And he's like, you haven't even seen her yet. I'm like, does it matter? I'm like, I'm all in on the Bobby India conspiracy. We just did a whole podcast on this. And if this is the Miss Universe contest, you better damn well fucking believe that India is going to win. And I was like, someone find the odds on this. I'm like, someone find me a way to bet on India right now. We couldn't find anything open on any books. Guess who won Miss Universe? Fucking India did. India. In a blowout. It was a landslide. She killed every segment. She was the hottest girl on there. She walked the best. She talked the best. Dude, she grabs the mic. And keep in mind, half the four deep bets Discord is conspiracy did theorists, right? Did she even right? answer questions okay? Did she have a brain? Bro, the first question she gets, right? The first question she gets, her answer is, that she's anti-climate change oh, deniers. Like she started going off on, they fed her a climate change question. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, that's this when, reminds like, me of when CNN was feeding Hillary questions. Yes, dude. And it, and I'm half paying attention, keep in mind, because I'm watching a football game. And I see Jay and Gold Star Nicole and the other girls in the chat just going, oh, well, there's the climate change answer. She wins. It's a lock. Lock it in. So uh, Miss India wins. Bill won't give me any credit for it even though I picked it sight unseen because he said she was the hottest and she gave the best answers. And, and, you know, she was a favorite. I'm like, that's why dude. So Bobby, you actually made me look really good in the discord. Um, I took your theory and I monetized it. I ended up winning money <laughs> off. Bill. That's not the first time you've done that either. I think you did that with Baylor. No, I'm very you? good at taking other people's shit and monetizing it. So <laughs> I, I monetized your India theory and I turned it into a quick $500. Already. <laughs> did so, you monetize my listen, Baylor theory last year? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. yeah. I'm monetizing crazy. my Patriots theory right now currently. Like, yep. I mean, listen, you can make a lot of money off conspiracies. We had a plus 2000 on Billie Eilish to beat Beyonce in the award show a year ago. And uh, it was all because I said she's the newest, you know, queen of the cabal. So they're going to let her win. And she was plus 2,000. 100 bucks got you 2,000 on Billy. So, I mean, you can monetize conspiracies right now because this whole world is fake. So uh, that's what we're doing. Yeah, dude, it's, it's amazing. Like, this has got to be the only show where you can monetize conspiracy theory. You know, like yeah. we're, we're tying sports and conspiracy. That's like walking into a gas station. Like, I've seen it before where it's like there's Chinese food and hot dogs. It's like, why the fuck are these two items like linked in this gas station? But that's basically right. what we're doing. We're, we're putting Chinese food and fucking hot dogs in the same podcast by saying you can bet on sports using conspiracy theory and make 500 fucking dollars just by thinking India is trying to take over the globe and they're going to do what's the best way to do it than by honey potting and in making Miss Universe a symbol, right? Making like mm -hmm. literally she's a literal walking. I mean, she's basically the queen of the beauty universe yes. right now. Yes. And what do you have at every football game? You got cheerleaders that are symbolic of the franchise, right? You want to have the hottest mm -hmm. fucking girls in the league that are the best dancers. So, the it, Cowboys dancers, yeah. Bingo. So it, it makes total sense why that happened. It's just weird that like, it, and here's what, what's so scary about this. So, you know, I said my piece on India, which by the way, I love you, India. Um, uh, so, no, <laughs> so in the last two weeks <laughs> since, since our last podcast, I have had more interactions with Indian people than I have in the last two years. I'll give you a couple examples. One. I talked about my neighbor who cooks all the fucking time and I smell the curry every single day. Like two days ago, I'm walking in and he's moving his shit out. He's, he's <laughs> literally, he's moving. And my first reaction was, fuck, did he fucking hear me, dude? Like, how thin are your walls? Yeah. How, 
the outfit he said he said they had a kid and they need to get to like you know like another apartment but the guy's literally moving uh, out from the from the apartment on top of me and then i'm in the post office and i'm standing behind this this indian couple and uh we get into this really like really nice guy get into this conversation about like cold immersion therapies and the wim hof meth method of breathing and i talked to this guy uh, for 30 fucking minutes and then i go to the gas station later that night and there are these two indian thugs like smoking a cigarette outside the gas station dude it's like all around me and now my inbox is just flooded with mess i feel like people think that like my inbox now is a safe haven for them to release all their <laughs> racism like you ever, hold on you ever see the I'm just, oh, dude, this is the first time I'm hearing all this, by the way. Like, I, me and Bobby haven't had a chance to talk too much over the last few days because it's been mayhem. But the, uh, you ever watch basically any fucking boxing match or fucking basically anything on YouTube? So anything on YouTube that has a viral chat, like, a, like anything, like all the illegal streams for the UFC fights and the boxing matches, if you watch yes. them on like crack streams or YouTube or any of these like kind of, shady say and then you read the chat and the chat has nothing to do with anything that's going on they're just dropping you know you're an n-bomb and then the next person comes in it's like i hate spanish people spanish, <laughs> people, spanish people i hate indian people and then, but they they're all united and me and bill talk about this in the discord a lot it's it's amazing you just watch it and they're all hidden they're all anonymous yeah. so they just spew the most racist dark like demonic vitriol you've ever seen where you can't take your eyes off it. You're just like, I can't believe it's like their release station. And then they all get united. The second someone says it, it's amazing. The second someone goes, fuck the Jews. You just see the whole chat unite. And all the people who hate black people and Spanish people and Asian people go, yeah, fuck the Jews. Yeah. The Jews. Are the worst. I'm like, wow. Everyone like, we joke with Truth and a bunch of the other guys in our Discord who are Jewish. I'm like, what's up with you guys? Dude, these fucking people hate the Jews, like, hardcore. And they're not even, like, conspiracy theorists or anything. They just, like, it's a unification. But that is now your DMs. People found a safe haven to just blast racism. So I think you should charge for it. At some point, I should charge for it. Some of it's racist, and some of it's fucking hilarious. Like, there was this dude who told me about his three It could be hilarious and racist. Listen, I have this story. Um, this guy DM me. Tell me you wanted to read. You said I you really, said you need. Is this the thing you told me I need to hear? Yes, you have to hear. And, and it's kind of long, but it's fucking it, it's worth it because. Well, then just speak fast. Here's what else Can you I'll read say. fast. I don't know yes. if you could read. Fast. It's it's well written, too. I don't even know if I want to read this fast, but it's it's worth your time because these this I mean, is just a, if, it, if it's worth it. Uh, we will wait. This Let's is go. the top quality. Now, uh, out of thousands of thousands of inboxes of Indian racism and just vitriol. By the way, there's no way Bobby got thousands and thousands <laughs> of DMs. If you believe that, I got a bridge to sell you. Go on. So about the 12 DMs that you got. What with them? <laughs> so this is one out of 12. This was the top one. Thousands of thousands. Okay. So it says, you want the down and dirty on India from a white Westerner traveling there. Here it goes. Tried to keep the highlights so it's not too long of a read by the way it's an extremely long read okay here we go <laughs> first thing i noticed getting off the plane it was like getting hit in the face with a warm wet towel hot humid and smelled like shit i affectionately call new delhi satan's asshole <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. then i noticed wild dogs everywhere and they were frequently stuck ass to ass apparently <laughs> Apparently, they have barbed penises that will frequently frequently get stuck while fucking. Okay. What? Yes. So, you're, imagine, Coming out of their 
Just coming out of the airport, there's dogs stuck ass to ass because they have barbed penises that will get stuck. But how would the penis? Wouldn't it be stuck dick to ass? I think I think that's what he meant. Their penis project. I I think he meant dick to ass. I think he meant stuck dick to ass, not ass to ass. So there's Siamese cock dogs Siamese cock dog. So you're getting off a plane and it smells like a wet towel and you see these two dogs like walking together. So one's on four legs, the other's on two with a dick stuck in the other dog's ass walking down the street. Then it says, next I couldn't shit or sleep. Went five days, maybe one hour of sleep each night. Then I started hallucinating. On day five, I took a massive shit and slept 18 hours straight. I was good after that. (laughs) I appreciate that. That's a lot of information. I also noticed dudes holding pinkies everywhere. Apparently, that's what friends do in India. They hold pinkies while swinging their arms and walk around town. No joke. That's like some prison shit. When you hold the hold the pocket, the bitch holds the fucking uh, the master's pocket like an Oz. Except they're not. I mean, they're in a I guess a metaphorical prison. Um, yeah. The head bobble is real. They do that, and after a few months, they're I guess head bobble like you know just while they're walking and talking. Yeah. That's such a stereotype. <laughs> they do that, and after a few months, I started doing it unconsciously while speaking <laughs> while speaking Hindi, and I felt like an asshole. We left New Delhi and traveled to the foothills of the Himalayas. That's where we stayed for three months, and it was amazing up there. On the way up, one of the stops was to get some food in Marsala Kai. I used the bathroom in the basement, which is a glorified hole in the ground with no light inside. The only light was from gaps in the slats of the door. Mid P, dick in hand. I look up at the corner of the room, maybe six feet from me, and saw a spider that would estimate the size of my face with a few hundred <laughs> babies on its back. I've never froze out of fear, but I was just trying to finish peeing as quickly as possible to put my dick back behind the safety of my zipper. I don't think I breathe. This guy should read a book, dude. The way he described, I'm telling you, this is, a, yeah, yeah. This behind is, the safety of my zipper. Now, here's the thing: this guy's never DM me before, so he put a lot of effort in this, not even knowing right. if I was. I mean, listen, he, 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 we were just we were talking about 2020 Twitter, right? This dude put work in, and he like, deserves to be recognized for this. Work. This, this should yeah, now, be now you have tens of thousands of people hearing his story. This should be published. It really should be published, like a ch- like right. with illustrations and everything. I may do that. Um, I, I was just going to say, here's your next short. <laughs> yes. Where we stayed uh, in little mud huts with three beds, a dirt floor, and a bathroom with a bucket for bathing. Not too bad as long as the propane didn't run uh, to head the bucket water. When we woke up and walked out the door of the huts, we were above the clouds, and all you could see were the peaks of the Himalayas. Himalayas, pretty stunning. Then shit got interesting. Over three. Then they wait. Then, then. This is, <laughs> we're not interesting right now. No, it's not. It's not even. There's a. There's a. It's not even interesting. There's a foot and a half long spider with three hundred babies on its back as dogs have fucking barbed wire penises, and th- now we're gonna. Not get interesting. That's not even interesting. Over okay. three months, I was in two car accidents. Was chased by a, a pack of monkeys that were throwing pine cones at me from the treetops. <laughs> Now, granted, he sent me images of this trip, so it's like I, I, I think all of this is true. There's no reason why he would well, lie about it. Of course, who makes this up? Like, what is this fucking like, like J.K. Rollins or something? <laughs> like, no way you can make this up. <laughs> so monkeys are throwing pine cones at him while walking home with our group one night. Came within about 15 feet of a wild leopard. Got kicked by a donkey and almost launched off a cliff. <laughs> 
He said, those fuckers are shitheads. Met a guy and his wife from Sweden the second week and found out that a, a week later that they were on a hike and a donkey kicked the husband off a 300-foot cliff and killed him. Had a What? Fight. Yes. So they met a couple and the husband was kicked off a 300-foot cliff by a fucking donkey. And he died? Yes, he died. He died. What? <laughs> yes. So that's the interesting part, I guess. I mean, um, this definitely did get more interesting. <laughs> we now have a murder mystery on our hands. So then he said, beggar children attempted to rob me. Um, I watched a wild tiger hunt gazelle, was mistaken for a world famous cricket player from Australia, witnessed uh, one of the females in our group get groped with disdain. Oh, we weed marijuana also grows as a literal weed over there. So we came across a four foot tall bush while on a hike. Um, I mean, dude, like this, this is fucking, it just, it goes Don't on. Stop. Oh, you want me to stop? <laughs> uh, Don't see. ever stop. My name. Oh, I'm not gonna put my name. Okay. So his name is Adam L and not all Indians could say it. So they called him Admi Lingam, which means man penis. So all this- <laughs> <laughs> So he was called man penis the whole fucking time. Oh my God. Okay. So he said, uh, here's, here we go. The bright spot, the silver lining as bad as everything. Oh, uh- and everybody was and as bad as everybody smells the food was fucking delicious i lost a ton of weight as everything was fresh and we walked everywhere indians love mustaches so i grew a handlebar mustache and got compliments everywhere so then he sent me a picture of him with a handlebar mustache in india i mean what a fucking chad dude wow yeah wow what i mean a, like br- that's a whenever we come on a podcast and i'm like you know what are we going to talk about like, I don't know, let's just turn the mics on. And then this happens. Yeah. That was magic. I mean, I, I'm speechless. That was magic. I, I mean, I don't even know I what don't the even best know what part the... of that story is. I I, I want to visualize monkeys throwing pine cones from treetops. You know, uh, that I think that dude, was I want to see a donkey <laughs> kick a dude to his death off a mountain. <laughs> like, I I mean, mean, <laughs> first of all, why are you so close to the edge of a cliff where a donkey <laughs> can fucking kick you off? Eddie? So you're just hiking. You're like, I'm from Sweden. And then just some fucking donkey. I'm from Sweden. <laughs> what would you say if you're from Sweden and you're falling off a cliff? <laughs> I'm from Sweden. <laughs> That's that's what I would say. I'm from the US and <laughs> I just I, everyone from Sweden, all I picture them ever saying is I'm from Sweden. Like that's it. I don't think they say anything else. Bjorgen I think Fjords. that's <laughs> my name is Hans. I'm from Sweden. Like that's it. But I mean, dude, and I'll tell you that that's true. Most of that. I'll tell and if it's not true, it's happened to somebody because I went when I was traveling uh for the trading uh school that I own. It was uh, we went to Singapore. We went to Dubai. Um, I didn't go on the trip to India, but we did open an office in India. And I heard the stories from the guys who did go. Um, But we had offices and uh, we would do travel trips all over the place. And I know the stories that I heard from India were literally just like this. Like it was, you know, I have no memory and it was 12 years ago. But I remember my guys came back because I went to uh, we had uh, Abu Dhabi. And uh, we're in Dubai and a lot of those places over there. It's like, you know, there's a multi-million dollar condominium complex to the left and to the right. Literally, I remember one time we were in a, a cab coming from the airport and we were driving through the, the part that you're really not supposed to drive through. And we were stopped. And I remember the first thing that happened to me was a baby in a diaper with one leg. Mm. This is real. A baby in a diaper with one leg 
hopping over, coming to our window and banging on our window with the most demonic face you've ever seen, pointing at its mouth that it needs food. Oh my God. Like, dude, that, dude it was it, like, normally you'd feel horrible. For, like if you see a, a child, it was, I mean, it had to be four years old, a child with one leg and a diaper running oh. at you, like needing food. I was like, hit scared. the fucking gas now, yeah. go. Yeah. Like it was scary, dude. It was like a scene out of a horror movie. And uh, and you've seen it. Like if anyone's ever been to Cancun or Mexico, you see the little kids that run and put the slap bracelets on you and trying to get money from you. Yes. Like that shit's real. Like the, the, the shit no, that goes on in these countries is crazy. There is no childhood in a lot of these countries. You know, either whether no. either it's child labor. They or use the like, children. Yeah. And they use them just like the liberals do. With Bro, Greta you ever Thunberg seen the video that fucking like, I don't want to say he's Indian. He was an Asian baby. He was like fucking four years old, chain smoking cigarettes. Like, that's what I envision. Like, just like fucking four year olds in India with like, you know, like, like peach fuzz beards, fucking smoking fucking cigarettes with peg legs and shit. You know, <laughs> get just kicked like, by donkeys. Yeah. Get kicked yeah but I mean, it's it is real. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's when they say like third world, like it's. It's it's not like it's it's not like anything you've ever seen. It's and I have, don't have that much experience with it, but maybe more than most people who haven't been to some of these, you know, Middle Eastern or or Indian. Uh, Just Chinese say shithole countries because that's what you wanted to say. Yeah, shithole countries. But those are the ones that are taking over the world. That's the funny thing. Well, that like, that's the really, thing that really scares me about it, and and that's another thing that um I did on my deep digging was you know oh so like. Somebody sent me the uh, there was an Indian. Gen uh, this was like a day after our, our podcast. This this Indian general it's while we were on the phone. Yeah, that's right. That's we the crazy thing. We were on the phone talking about India right after the podcast. And I actually I was the somebody idiot who sent it to you. Um, oh, we were on the phone and I go, Bobby, check this out. Remember, you actually just got in the car like yes. as we were talking and i said it to you i was like dude check this out you want to talk about simulation in this fucking fake universe we're living in look at this shit and continue no i mean the indian general that died in the fucking helicopter crash i don't know yep. <clears throat> i don't know why any um any person of prominence would ever take a helicopter anywhere but that prompted me on a deep dive to realize that there's like a, a like a, a deep state going on in india that's very similar to the united states like they had their own 9-11 which prompted like the whole like Patriot Act style stuff. They've had false flag operations in India. There's a lot of powerful people. They ha they've had a quote unquote Trump type president that they've tried to uh, that they tried to take out. Um, you know, like they're controlled by the pharmaceutical companies. China and India are the leaders in the pharmaceutical industry, and they both are trying to dominate that particular uh, industry. There's a guy, uh, and, and this is, I'll put, I'll even name drop. His name is Mukesh Ambani. I want you to remember that name because he's joined the Jeff Bezoses of the world of the 10 richest people on the planet. And he's big on uh, spending a lot of money. You know, I don't want to say like a Soros style, but it's always in this green energy shit, which makes me realize that that's yeah. like the really, like that's the long con in this whole thing because the long con is the client yeah the climate the, change. the that's, climate that's stuff it. which is interesting that 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 indian uh chick got uh asked something about climate change when the fucking richest guy in india <clears throat> is spending all of his wealth he's an energy person was was given all you know his father's uh energy company and now he's you know throwing billions behind um green energy so you know you're seeing indian in india's influence in technology as well as in, in energy and i just i think they're the the dark horse in this race for 
uh, global domination. All eyes are on China right now, but I, I really think we need to start looking over at India and seeing what the fuck is going on this whole time and whether China's been the distraction. Yeah, I mean, listen, you nailed it on the last pod, and there's usually, uh, whenever we're doing a follow-up to a prior pod, you know, something hit home. Let me play this here. This is uh, Harzan Sandhu's statement from uh, Miss Universe. Hold on, let me see if it if it's in English. I'm assuming it. Please hold. I have to wait till this commercial ends. Sponsored you by Pfizer. All right, here. So this is Steve Harvey announcing India. And the random question. Okay, your question comes from Rina. No, it doesn't. Hi, Miss Rina. <laughs> Many people think climate change is a hoax. <laughs> you do to convince them otherwise honestly my heart breaks to see how nature is going through a lot of problems and it's all due to our irresponsible behavior and i totally feel that this is the time to take actions and talk less because our each action could either kill or save nature prevent and protect is better than repent and repair and this is oh, what come i'm trying on. to convey today thank you like what the fuck like Many people think climate change is a hoax. Like, who? Like, there's like 3% of us that are screaming it from a mountaintop, and 97% of people think it's real. Oh, my God, dude. That, and then, like, dude, that sounded... So, by the way, she sounds so fucking hot, dude. She Bro, sounds so I would hot. fuck her face till my balls fell off. That's like, the first time I've ever wanted to have so, sex with a voice. Oh, she's so hot. Oh, my God. So I, I wish she was my telemarketer fucking scamming uh, me. I would have no money yeah. in my account right now. Yeah, yeah. I was jerking off while watching. <laughs> but it, yeah. it, it, Dude, I, it was like I picked Miss India and then she walks out and I was like, kapow. Like, wrap it up. That shit's done. Like, book it. They found the hottest girl out of a billion people to put up there as their fucking as their fucking uh, representative. Yeah, I mean, it's over, man. I mean, I, I, I vote for I'd vote for her right now. I can't believe Steve Harvey's still doing that after the literally announcing the wrong winner that one year. I'd let a barbed wire dog fuck me in the ass just to make out with her. <laughs> you would you get stuck, dick the ass with her, or walk down the street? Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd let fucking face sized spiders crawl on my back as she went down. <laughs> on me. I'd let fucking monkeys throw pine. I'd let do a donkey kick me in the face. <laughs> Not off a cliff. I wouldn't go off a cliff, but uh, afterwards, if I could have sex with her first, then yeah, then they can kick me off the cliff. I'll go out that way. I had sex with Miss Universe. As you're coming, like, <laughs> oh! that'd be the way to go out. That's the ultimate ejaculation, falling off a cliff. Oh, it's the best. I mean, you can't have a bad. Like, you know, those people like strangle themselves. Yes. Like, <laughs> Instead That's of auto erotic like asphyxiation, just <laughs> Miss India, sit here, stand here behind the barbed wire dick dog, <laughs> and as I'm coming, kick the donkey so that it boots me right in the ass, <laughs> just spraying semen as I fall <laughs> three thousand feet to my death. <laughs> someone, someone walking on the trail below us as I come down, like fucking just splatters like bird shit on their head. <laughs> oh, and you just got amazing. this grin on your face. Oh, I'm just fucking like falling to my death. Like, get me off this planet. Restart the simulation. I'm not dying. This is we're in a video game. 
this is fine. Start my next life. Oh, man, that's so good, dude. I love it how we just spent 30 minutes more on India. That just makes my day. Well, I just text Iconic since I sent him the uh, the topics for the flyer. <laughs> you said the way, sh- Icon- change the flyer. I- Iconic does a fantastic job. Uh, Iconic's the one who does all our flyers for the No Mercy podcast. And uh, they're just, they're incredible. His work is awesome. <laughs> and then I sent him, I go, I literally wrote Bob, I'll screenshot and send it to you. I go, definitely make India more prominent on the flyer. <laughs> <laughs> a boy like India like in the background I'm like yeah judging by the first 30 minutes you might iconic I need a donkey and a monkey throwing a pine cone <laughs> stat iconic search pictures for barbed wire dick Siamese dog <laughs> bro imagine me on iconics and be like what the fuck is this podcast? actually you know what I'm gonna send him the text right now hold on hold on what should I send write it to I'm him. gonna send, write hey go, do it right, um, can you find a picture hold on i wrote why you find a picture of a barbed wire dick siamese dog by any chance if not it's okay (laughs) if not it's okay (laughs) for those of you that know iconic iconic's the best and he's like he's canadian and he's always stoned and like fucking just lives the the hippie hippie conspiracy life and uh this this response is going to be amazing. Oh my wait. god! I'll, I'll see if I could do it. Hold on, give me a minute. Oh, that's so funny, dude. Can you find a picture of a barbed wire dick Siamese dog by any chance? If not, it's okay. I tried to look up dog in India stuck penis to ass, and um, I I'm gonna delete this right now because the shit that's popping up is not good. Yeah, this is great to have in your fucking Google search history. Yeah, that's not good at all. As I go to look at barbed wire dick dog. Barbed wire dick dog. Did I make that up or did he say that? I no, thought he, he said something like barbed. He said their dicks are barbed, which makes them stuck dick to ass. Yeah. <laughs> what is barbed? Is that I like, guess it's kind of like, you know those like knives? Ribbed? Yeah, you know those knives where if you stab somebody and then pull it out, it's got that like yeah. edge on the other end. So yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of like what their dicks look like. I'm not going to look up barbed dick dog. I, I can't do that. Indian the- dog dick. Let me see. <laughs> Indian dog dick. Oh my god, the first thing that comes up is animal porn triple X. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's why I had to get that shit out of here. Girl fucking a dog with a library bestiality. Delicious bestiality. Oh my god. How is this stuff even on the internet? I I don't even I'm afraid to click on it. Yeah, it says it says they have barbed wire penises that will frequently get stuck. Oh my god, I just clicked on images. (laughs) Oh, don't do it, guys. If you're listening, don't do it. Like, just trust me on this. Is don't the, do it. Is the title of this episode gonna be just, barbed wire dick dogs? Just don't do it. <laughs> I'm I'm little I'm grabbing my cock right now, like holding it. Like uh, you know when you watch something gross happen yes. to a penis on television and you just like grab your and you're like, oh no. I'm 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 basically sitting in the fetal position yeah. right now. Yeah. Like don't do it, guys. Don't just just trust us. Oh my god, dude. Topic yeah. change. Yvonne! I just cleared my fucking history as in everything. I, I oh my god! A- I'm gonna have to throw my laptop out. <laughs> like that gift. I'm gonna you just, just close it and throw it out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just slowly close it and flip it out the window. Um, just uh, here's my question: How? I've been thinking uh, about this for five. I can't. Minutes. Yeah, How being a thing about? I can't get this out of my head. I don't even know. I was it's looking so at some of the. Uh, in my head. I was looking at the other topics. I'm like, how do you pivot from this to like Yvonne? to npcs are like oh my god dude that's too funny 
I mean, wait, actually, there's a topic, Bobby's small penis, which would actually get get us back to reality. I, I do. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not being dramatic here for fucking radio. Like, I'm, li- I'm literally like, I don't click, don't go to images. That was... That was wow. I almost feel like we should take Ooh, five. Okay. We like we should take I mean, five I almost, and let this need, breathe for like a minute. Yeah. Is it bad that I like need a cigarette? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's because of stress or post sex, but that that's fucking really disturbing. Um, let's. Could we pick a new topic, please? I don't uh, even know where I, to. I mean, so there's so I'm much. Shook. We so yeah. Go ahead. You you pick it. It's your show. I don't. I don't. I, I just. I want. I want to believe everything's fake right now, so I can get that out of my head. Mm-hmm. If we can go there. But that, okay, so here here's why this is important because when I was saying how like like my interactions with Indians have have increased exponentially since uh-huh. uh, the last podcast lends credence to the fact that like you know similar to where like if you talk about Doritos and then you get a Dorito advertisement on Instagram, I think this is starting to happen in real life where I talk about things and then they manifest themselves. The only thing that right. doesn't manifest itself is cash. I talk about money. I was going to say wealth. Yeah, as well. That, that seems wealth to... or penal growth. <laughs> Those are the two things that never work. But I, I'm talking about Indians and they're all over the place. It, it just lends credence to the fact this whole world, this whole world is a fucking ride. It's a fucking simulation, you know? Yep. And it is a, 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 a sort of Truman show uh, type thing where, you know, it's almost like, okay, well, you know, Bob's got Indians on his mind and there's some director saying, put more Indians in there. You go Gooptar. You're, you, you know, you're on, you, you move in next to him. And now the guy's moving out. Now that I'm on to him a week later, the dude moves out above me, bro. I, I don't know what's real anymore. I really don't. <laughs> Iconic responded. <laughs> I love this kid. So I go, definitely make India more prominent on the flyer. He goes, 10-4. And I go, can you find a picture of a barbed wire dick Siamese dog by any <laughs> chance? If not, it's okay. He goes, LOL. Not sure I've heard of this, but I will look using those keywords. <laughs> no, don't do it. <laughs> I can't even, after just looking at what I... Uh, hold on, I was messing with you. I got I got to pull out of this. I can't even drag him through this after no, what I just no, saw. No, no, no. Um, you gotta abort that poor kid yeah but he said like you see he's like you would be like dude fuck you what are you talking about he's like i'm not sure i've heard of this but uh i'll look using those keywords <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a true no, that's a no. true worker right there you know yeah i go no don't do it <laughs> don't do it um all right so we're to- yeah the simulation theory like so so it's funny because a lot of stuff I talk about, you guys, you guys know my takes on religion and, you know, I do, uh, I'm totally fine with everyone believing in God and believing in a higher power. I believe in God. I believe in a higher power. Everyone's allowed to believe in what they want, but um, I am of the mindset that we're living in a video game, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone knows that. So the, the, the things that we actually see, there's not much fact when it comes to organized religion, right? There's just a bunch of people, you know, like how many religions are there based on the Bible alone? I mean, it, here's the way guess. I look at it. Um, when you when you bring in all the different facts of Christianity, all the divisions, all the Protestant religions, like I'd probably set the over under somewhere close to thirty. If you right. really, if so you there's take in so, every but, Protestant religion, and I, I, I let's can, call it thirty. Yeah. Let's call it thirty. So there's basically thirty devout uh, groups of where they believe their religion is the right one, and everyone else is retarded, based off the same fucking book. 
right? That's just one book. That's not even counting the Buddhists and Muslims and all the other. That's just one book. All right, right? here we so go. Check this book. out. Let, just starting here, but I just pulled this up. So this is uh, all the fucking. So you got uh, Assemblies of God, Combustion Church, Church of God in Christ, the Apostolic Church, Pentecostal Mission, Church of God, Christian Apostolic Church, Christian Congregation of Brazil, Zion Christian, Church of Lord, blah, 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 Pentecostal, Anglican, Brethren, Episcopalian, Lutheran, Mennonite, Methodist, Quaker, uh, United Church of Christ, Wesleyan, Orthodox Presbyterian, Reformed Baptist, Reformed Presbyterian, Sovereign Grace Baptist, Southern Baptist. Okay, and that's only like... That's probably maybe a third of this list right here. Bob, it's off the same book. Yeah. It's the same book. So so for me, it's like you'll never get me to fall into organized religion ever. Like never. It's just too many crazy people. So, I mean, when I always look at it, I'm a fact guy. I want to I, I go on feel and fact. And, you know, I feel a higher power. I feel God and whatever form you want to. Uh, refer to it i don't believe that you know like a fucking old man parted a sea with a stick i don't believe that a fucking snake talked to a fucking person i don't believe that there was dudes who lived to be 900 years old and like all that oh that shit's nonsense right um in my mind um but it's everyone will say it's up for interpretation well if there's 30 religions based off one book and there's multiple books that people so who the fuck knows like it's all interpretation who knows what's real who knows what's fake the most provable thing in my mind as far as um, the afterlife goes, which is the the ultimate mystery, right? Where we came from, where we're going. The most provable thing to me is that I have experienced deja vu. I have experienced literally going through, and I experienced it a lot. Like I would say like fucking five to 10 times a week, I go through it, right? A lot more than most people. Um, where I'm literally in the same exact environment that I've been before. I am very instinctual with a lot of myself. I feel like I'm in tune with the universe more than most people, right? Where when I fall into that matrix, <clears throat> I could see certain people and I know if they're good or bad. I could see like even a bet sometimes when I'm locked the fuck in where I'm like, I just know how this is going to end. I know, like, I feel like I'm plugged in, right? Like I've been there before. And that to me is some sort of thing where I can cling to reincarnation or cling to simulation and say, listen, I have some real personal factual examples that we've been here before. I mean, we've gone through the time traveler shit, right? We've seen all the time traveler examples, the kids that look like Greta Thunberg from 100 years ago and Jay-Z and all that. That's very odd that that'll no, make you think. Um, the Mandela effect is the one that stopped me dead in my motherfucking tracks. Like my whole view on everything changed when they tried to explain to me that the Monopoly guy never had a monocle. Yeah. And I was like, uh, no, bro. Like, no. Like, Shaq was in Shazam. The Monopoly guy did have a monocle. You mean like, Sinbad? Because Sinbad was the one for me. With, with Sinbad, Shazam. sorry. Sinbad yeah, yeah. was in Shazam. And the uh, the other thing, no, they didn't say magic mirror on the wall. They said mirror, mirror on the wall. Darth Vader definitely said Luke before he said, I am your father. These things 100% happen. And I know for a fact that they 100% happen. And when I ask 100 people if the Monopoly guy had a monocle, 100 people say yes. When I ask 100 people if the Fruit of the Loom logo had the fucking wooden thing me and you were talking about the other day next to the fruit, 100 people say yes. So I know that some shit got fucked up and we jumped timelines or we're in a different form of a simulation where 
this shit ain't real. I think it, it's so like, I can, you can I, look at it like a computer glitch. Yeah, it's a computer glitch. Like yeah. they rebuilt fucking SimCity and they fucking messed up a couple things. Right. And they just said, fuck it. It's too late to fix it. Like, just run with it. Like these little glitches make me believe that we are definitely in a simulation. We are definitely not real. We don't know where we came from. We don't know where we're going. I can even go as far as to tell you that your memories of grandma and grandpa could have been facilitated and planted in you. Right. We don't fucking know anything about fucking anything. And that's just where my head's at right now. This is all. That's why I don't get bothered as much. Well, that shit's all fake anyway. None of this shit's real right now. It's just, here, so there's a couple things I agree with and a couple things where I go a little bit different. So the organized religion thing, 100%. I never understood the the facet of the the lure of being drawn into organized religions just because I don't like groups. And I feel like anytime there is a group, you have that group think mentality. And yeah. I don't like that. Now, um, I do believe that the best way to explain simulation to me is that there is a divine creator and there is a God. And what right. humanity yes. tries to do is to play God. So like um, what I think you're talking about is CERN, because because what, what happened with CERN, which, um, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, this, this place called CERN and, and they, they they they're basically trying to split uh, particles and. And a lot of the imagery over at CERN has to do with like worm, wormholes and portals. And a lot of people think that in 2012 that they split the particle and they started fucking with with the other side. You, you'll see, you see in a lot of movies with stargates, right, that there's portals to the other. And so that might have fucked with some timelines, which could have created some of these, you know, alternate memories. Um, a lot of shit's been fucked up since that that date that was mentioned um but it, it's they call it the god particle i mean think about that you know and so i think a lot of this stuff has to do with trying to explain away the existence of a god i don't think you have to have religion in order to do that however um it's crazy how and i never thought i would say this the deeper that i get the more I'm like, man, why do they call everything anti-Christ? Why is all this Luciferian stuff anti-Christ? They don't say anti-religion. They don't say anti-God. They say anti-Christ. Right. So even when you get into this metaverse shit, because there's a lot of demonic shit with this Zuckerberg fucking uh, metaverse thing that was going on, the advertisement had this Garden of Eden-style depiction with a uh, tiger um, biting a water buffalo. And so some guy did a really deep dig on this, um, that the tiger in the, which is the first religion, if you want to talk about established religion, which was uh, Zoroastrianism, the, the tiger, uh, represented like their satan so in this metaverse commercial it had a p depiction of their satanic figure which was a tiger biting a water buffalo which and it's like man are they just like fucking with us with all this like occult shit and all this like inverting the world and satanism mm -hmm. taking over and trying to flip everything and that's where i think this astroturfing that we were talking about comes into place because Everything now is being inverted, and I think it's happening on purpose. I think that's what they have to do in order to establish their controls. Like what you were saying is to create an environment of chaos and an environment of inversion where everything that we're staring at is a fucking false reality. And that's where they pull the fucking yes. wool over our heads is with this notion of like an entire false reality. Nothing that we see is real. None of our experiences are real. Everything is fake. And as we get closer to singularity where we merge with machines and the fucking metaverses and shit, 
that's the reality that they are trying to cons- fucking construct. And it's so fucking obvious, dude. It's so fucking obvious at this point. So my only answer in this whole fucking rant is that I have to believe that there's a God. And that's just me. I have to believe it, even if it's just a placebo effect for my own being and my own self-worth. I, I you know, it's the only way for me to uh, justify everything that's been going on. Yeah. And, and for me, it's the same. Like if you ask me, do you believe in God? I'd say yes. Um, do you ask me if I question that every day? I'd say yes. I question everything every single day. Yeah. Anytime anything yeah. happens to me and a new data piece comes in or even a new movie I watch that'll trigger something like, well, maybe that's possible. I don't, I don't feel like you can go all in on anything in my mind and really get to the bottom of anything. So once you go all in on one conclusion, you can't ever find out what else is there. Like that's your shit. Like that's, that's it. Like you're, you're it. If you're just like, I am a devout Christian and this is it. And Jesus Christ, our Lord and savior. And then God lived in the heavens and this, that, and the other thing. And we're going to heaven instead of hell. like, you can't ever get to, if new data comes out, you're too deep in that to ever analyze the new data. Right. 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 right like right. if they ended up finding out, like, let's say, let's say, um, a few years from now, they end up finding out and someone you knew personally experienced the wormhole right? And traveled in time and went back and found out that we are literally not even human beings, right? Like the the problem with simulation theory and everything is that it's too elaborate, you know, because you're talking about like realities nested on realities, you know, as well as, you know, simulated bodies that can't tell they're simulated, you know? So like you wouldn't know you're in a simulation. My favorite thing was, uh, who was, who was, I'm drawing a fucking blank. Who was the rapper? Who was the conspiracy theorist prodigy? Oh, prodigy Um, from Mob Deep. That's were, so yeah, weird that you asking. said that, dude. I was literally about to fucking go ahead, go ahead. But no, 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 to dive onto it. But I'm saying Prodigy said something one time where they asked him, he was talking about clones. And they said, Well, are you a clone? He goes, You think I'd know? Yeah. And he looked man. him dead in the dead ass in the face. And that shit, like, was powerful to me. Because when he said that, I was younger when I saw it. You know, not a baby, but, you know, not as, you know, deep down the rabbit hole as I am now. But when he said that, I went, holy shit, if I was a clone, there's no way that I would know if I'm a clone. Well, here's the other thing. What are those? They control your mind and your mind is the source of the information. So they just program your mind like a computer to have memories of your grandma. Like, think about it. Realistically, they could take bodies like me, you and Kurt, right? And Danny. And just like in Westworld, just program the memories of grandma and grandpa into our minds. The same for the four of us, but a little bit different. So that we all remember them dying at the same time. We all remember them living. We all remember certain experiences. You could do that with a, with an AI program. Like, yeah. uh, and, that, and I love letting my mind wander to those fucking areas. Because once you get that deep down the rabbit hole, you don't believe anything. You know, you're just constantly questioning and digging. Yeah, and I, I agree. And, you know, even like with the Elon Musk, like the Neuralink chips. I mean, like that's kind of like where we're, where we're heading with that, too. Like. But, you know, kind of like what you're saying, like with the whole clone stuff, like we we wouldn't know if we were actually clones of ourselves. And think about this. Like, what's the first thing that they do when you're born? Don't they put you into a separate room and separate you from your mother for a little bit? Right. And those little. Fucking yeah, things, yeah. Yeah. Right. And yep. This is I listen. I just want to say this is backed by nothing. And it's obviously just makes <laughs> no fucking <laughs> sense at all. And it, I literally just thought. No, I wouldn't this, say that. I mean, what doesn't make sense to me is a 900 year old man pounding a stick into the sea and parting a river <laughs> and bringing <laughs> bringing polar bears from fucking Antarctica across the fucking ocean to be in a boat with other small animals and they don't fucking eat each other and they all survive in temperatures that aren't built for their bodies. I would say that's a little crazier okay. than wondering why they that's separate bit, your yeah, fucking baby from 
That's a little bit of a conspiracy theory. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, let, let's really dig into that shit if we want to go there. But, but anyway, you know, OK, continue. I even I even said this to you that um, the work shortages, there's work shortages everywhere. And I, and I always wonder, like, I understand people are lazy. Like, I understand people are living off government cheese. There are I can work- still hear you. I'm just running to get a water. Okay. So keep talking. I will keep talking. There are work shortages everywhere. And I keep thinking to myself, where the fuck are all of these people? Where did they all go? Did they check out? Like, were they NPCs? And they're fucking, either there was a glitch, something happened to where they're gone and they have to be reprogrammed before they get put back out into the ethos and into the world. Like, what percentage of our planet were, like, what Tommy said, like, either clones, like, that were Westworld that had to be brought back to their stations and fucking reprogrammed and then spit back out into our world? Like, what percentage of the people are there? Why are there work shortages little, literally everywhere? Why was there this coin shortage for a particular point in time? And now all of a sudden the coin there's, there's plenty, there's bountiful amounts of coins. Now for about two months, there was a coin shortage. And right now we're experiencing a people shortage. So what's happening with these people? And that's the thing that scares me about all this coronavirus shit, all this separating, all these mask wearing, you know, um, the social distancing, all the vaccines, this lends credence to a lot of different theories about all this shit. But the work shortage thing is the one thing that scares me because I guarantee no matter where you are in the United States, you've experienced this where they're short staffed at restaurants. They're short staffed uh, at the postal service. They're short staffed every single where you, you go. And you're wondering, where are all these people? How are they paying rent? Where did they go? Is anybody tracking these motherfuckers? Like, I feel like there's some people that like, maybe don't have families or anything and we don't nobody even like bothers to track these people's whereabouts but where are all of these workers where is everybody where did everybody go and it's a question that i fucking ask myself way too much yeah i mean it's, it's there's so much shit there's so much shit that fucking i look at and i'm just like wow like dude look at these fucking crypto punks and fucking i mean we're living if people could just step away if people could just detach emotionally from their beliefs. And these are the conversations that we get into for hours and hours in the fucking for deep bets discord on like conspiracy night, right? Like three nights a week, I'll just go and fucking rant and get drunk and we'll just talk about conspiracies. And I could say shit that I can't really say on here because it's more comfortable to say to 40 people or, you know, however many are left at three in the morning in the fucking voice chat than it is to fucking, you know, 100,000 people who aren't going to like it takes hours and days and weeks and months to elaborate on these things to just go in here and say well i think you know organized religion is bullshit like people are just gonna ah you're an asshole click because they're so they're so emotionally you know triggered by that comment because they've been brainwashed to believe it their whole lives but i mean when you really just break this down and step away from all of it say listen let's say you knew nothing about anything and you just witnessed this from afar and you watched this country go from just 10 years ago, you know, people talking about oil and currencies and dollars and gold. And now you're seeing million dollar 16 bit crypto punks and bored apes and shit like that going like you would just look at it, go, nah, someone's fucking with these people, right? Like there's no way, like there's, there's some bigger thing taking place where I think we are more in a world like hunger games or Westworld, or even uh, the have you seen the Free City movie that just came Dude, out? Uh, free Guy um, is Free Guy, Free Guy, Free Guy. It's literally, I think, one of the most important films of the last ten years. 
I really I mean, did. I literally watched it and I was like, well, that's basically us right now. Yes. Hey, by the way, did you, yeah. watch, did you watch Wreck-It Ralph yet? I did. It was awesome. It, it Was it everything that I'm, we described? Absolutely love it. I, oh I, I was God. making fun of everyone because they were raving about it. I'm like, you guys are fucking jerking off. Like, the, there's this movie should have fucking one movie of the year. It's a kitty movie, and God, it was fucking good. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, fucking it, really good. It, it's there's so it's so many elements. I, by the way, uh, but same thing. Uh, Wreck It Ralph is about a uh, video game antagonist. So like similar to like that old Nintendo game where Donkey Kong go uh, goes up the building and tries to destroy everything, and your job is to drop like fucking bricks on them to you know, to, to get them off the building and save humanity. That's what this is about. It's about this Donkey Kong-like character that doesn't want to be the bad guy anymore. But then he realizes mm-hmm. he's in a fucking video game, and that's his role. But he doesn't want to play that role anymore. So he finds a way out of the game, okay? And, and then mm-hmm. he realizes that behind the game, there's this interconnected neural link of, of you know, receptors, and, and there's this whole, like... Uh, almost like a lobby area where you go from game to game and he finds a glitch into a different video game, okay? And then he's like, oh, I'm playing in this simulation now, which is like a Mario Kart-style racing game. And then he befriends this girl who is a glitch in the video game. So she's like another little misfit in the own that they try to program out. So think about that, a glitch in a simulation that they're trying to program out of the game. That sounds like us, if you want to really, because we are the glitch in the in in our own video game, and they are trying to take us out of the video game. So there's a lot of uh, symbolism within the movie Wreck It Ralph, and, and and it's amazing how like even in a children's film you can find these like deep symbolic meanings. I actually think a lot of the Pixar films, um, and there's a whole theory oh, yeah. that Pixar films are the actually Pixar theory. Oh. Yeah. The chronological order of Pixar theory is is a crazy little wormhole to go down. I mean, dude, it's. it's but the free guy, you got to stop the free. It's no, the same just, thing. I, it's I, the same thing. Like, I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to go a place that I want to go because it would be 12 hours. But the rational thought would be that looking at the advancement of technology and how it's moving right now. It actually makes a lot more sense than we are that we are not real than that we are real. There's a <laughs> yeah. lot more evidence and a lot more logic. Take out all the fucking, you know, snakes talking to people and fucking dudes being born out of magic vaginas and rising from the dead. Take all that shit out and just strip it down to what you see on a day to day basis. And you're seeing it in sports. You're seeing it in reality. You're seeing the manipulation on the media, how the TV can control people's reactions. And we went from a country that three years ago was making fun of the Asian lady on the plane with a mask on to now having half our country scream at other people to put their masks on over a virus that's fucking fake and ridiculous. Like, just to see how quick they can control the human mind. And there was two things that just the Mandela effect was one of them. I mean, that's an irrefutable, like, just you can't even argue that we're in some sort of simulation when you study the Mandela effect and go deep into it. But the other one, I just forgot. I was going to say, what was the one? So it was the Mandela effect and fuck. It just what about fell out like the head. pre-programming with, with movies? Oh, 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 uh, hypnosis. Hypn- oh, right. Okay. When you watch someone literally take a completely normal human being, right? And just by waving a little fucking metal thing in front of their face and going, Boom, yeah. you're a dog. 
And all of a sudden, that person's on stage like, bark, 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 bark. And we're just like, <laughs> look at that. Then my fucking girlfriend's a dog. You should be scared to motherfucking death that they have that capability to just turn your brain off and take it over with a swinging pendulum and a voice tone. Right. That doesn't scare the ever living fucking shit out of you to make you understand how easy it is to take over the human mind. The MK Ultra experiments when they were basically reprogramming regular human beings like and then you're going to think that your mind's so powerful. Your mind ain't fucking shit. And guess what? For someone like me who's plugged into deep spots in this matrix where, you know, I was able to be fucking drunk and fucking doing a bump and all whacked out during COVID coronavirus at 4 a.m. and start to break down a fucking drowning in New Jersey or uncover child trafficking and Falun Gong books on Wayfair. Like when you get plugged into this, this zone, when you're in the zone, you could do anything. Right. The whole manifestation theory, the whole words create your world theory. When you get in that zone, you understand that you literally are a fucking well-oiled machine that could fucking change your universe easily and quickly. You can make things appear on the TV. You can attract people into your life that just by thinking about them in your head, all of a sudden they appear in your DMs. You can get Indian people to move away. You can get Indian people to move out of the hall and now you don't have to smell curry anymore. But when you realize that that's capable and then when you think back to when is that not capable? Well, I can't do that when I'm fucking watching sports. I can't do that when I'm betting. I can't do that when I'm fucking girls. I can't do that when I'm fucking, you know, sad or depressed. I can't do that when I'm busy or stressed. I can't do that when my mom dies or my dad dies or my grandma dies. But you know what? I could do it during COVID when there wasn't any other fucking distractions outside of me plugging into my reality. And that was the point where I realized none of this is fucking real. None of this is fucking real. None of it well, that, at all. And, and that's why the free guy movie that you were saying is so important because you were, that's exactly without spoiling it. I mean, that's really what happens. It's an NPC. You know, uh, Ryan Reynolds plays an NPC, a non-playable character where he wakes up and does the same thing every single day. And his job is to go to the bank and make a deposit. And that's part of it. And it's an open world Fortnite meets Grand Theft Auto style video game. So I'm sure most of y'all played that. So think about that. But just like what Tommy was saying, and, and the character puts finds these sunglasses. And the sunglasses are only be able to use by people that are actively playing the game. So like me and you sitting in our living room playing with these avatars. But then the, imagine an NPC of a video game coming out of character and killing your character, right? Like he's not supposed to do that. He's just an NPC that's supposed to be in the scene, you know, and then all of a sudden he comes out and he steals your character. That's what happened. And so what Tommy was saying about being plugged in, it's the same thing in this movie where he puts on these sunglasses and then he sees everything. He sees the zeros and ones. He sees all the power ups. He sees all the little uh, add ons that you can get, you know, to increase your power, to increase your status, to increase your points. And then it becomes more powerful in the world. And then guess what happens? The people that uh, the, the, the ones that are really the overlords don't like that. And so then they're trying uh -huh. to, to get him either st steer him back into the Matrix or to get him out of the game entirely. And they're willing to go through great lengths to get him out of that. And here's and there's a one more interesting thing about that movie is that he's got a friend, another NPC in the movie, and he's trying to tell him, he's like, dude, put on these fucking glasses and you'll have all the power in the world. It's like basically like a red pill and the guy doesn't do it. Why? Maybe he's afraid or why? Maybe he's comfortable in the simulation that he's living in. But either way, man, I, I highly recommend that movie. It's, it's crazy that you said that, uh, 
that free guy because I, I really yeah, I mean, it's, it, it bugged me out. But I mean, like when you start to fucking, you know, really look at, you know, the uh, the matrix and the simulation and all that kind of stuff and start to see, I mean, just go to back to the Elon Musk theory about video games. Like, think about how far we've come just from when we were kids 40 years ago. You know, like when we're not you 40 years ago, go 30, 35 years ago <laughs> uh, when we were kids, you know, like uh, when I was a kid, Atari existed. Right. It was like, yeah. bing, bing, <laughs> bing, bing, you know, a little ball hitting fucking poles. Right. Fast forward 42 years. And oh. now we're looking at, you know, virtual reality metaverse, like 3D fucking goggles that are coming out that my niece and nephew want for Christmas, that you basically are in a simulated universe. That's 40 years. That's one people ago. That's like, you know, half a person, right? There was some fast guy forward that, another. Yeah, keep going. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying fast forward another 40 years. Where do you think technology will be 40 years from now? It is fair to say that 40 years from now, you will be playing video games in your living room where you're not using any controllers or anything anymore. There's a, there's a like Jetson like fucking like that comes down in the middle of the room. And you're in the game and in the world. Fast forward 40 years beyond that. You'll probably be not even watching football anymore. You'll be literally living in the football stadium like you're actually there eating popcorn. And it'll probably even have taste by that point where you can watch a Jets game live from the seats and feel like you are actually at the game while sitting on your couch. Fast forward 40 years beyond that. You'll be fucking girls and it'll feel real. Fast forward a thousand years beyond that. You will not be able to differentiate reality from simulation. You will not be able to. It's the Elon Musk video game theory that if you just fast forward far enough in time, the advancements of technology and the, uh, the combining of reality and simulation, you will not know. The video game characters will not know. We've already seen the artificial intelligence and the, uh, the algorithms that they've programmed on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, that within a day, they started merging with each other and they went so out of control. They created their own language. They had to pull the plug on everything because it was taking over. You saw the Twitter bot that went from fucking like a bot that was reading AI and like what to say to it became the most racist thing on the Internet because it realized that's what was getting traction and that's what people <laughs> wanted to see. But I mean, go look up that Facebook and Google bot that fucking created its own language and they had to pull the plug on it 24 hours later. Yeah. Like the people who created the thing had to pull the plug on the thing because the thing started finding other AI speaking to it in a different language and they lost control of it in a day. How about this? So, Reddit trained artificial intelligence warns researchers about itself. So a artificial intelligence source became so smart that it realized its own like <laughs> that it, it itself intrinsically is evil. So the AI was self uh, aware of its own evil plot to fucking take over everything <laughs> imagine that i mean th but think about that yeah that's it's fucking freaky dude that when when people don't want to accept that that's where we're heading that's where we're going like all these movies that you've seen are now becoming a reality and this could just be one big fucking video game yeah there's a but i mean there's a bunch of um movie you know i always talk about demolition man which has a lot to do with a contactless society that's afraid and germaphobes and um there's one basically religion and then you have your uh 
your antagonists, which are forced into the sewers, but they're the only ones that experience reality. Like they're in the sewers, but they're cooking real meat. They're cooking real food, but they just don't get all the, all the, um, you know, basically like the first class style, uh, treatment. Um, but you know, the, the other thing with that is like, you know, it just freaks me out because Think about common themes of video games because it's a theory called gamification, like you were saying with the Elon Musk thing. What are some common theories or common traits of video games and video game systems? Well, usually there's a there's a common lobby area, but once you get into the game and you, you check into the game, there's always reward systems. There's tokens. There's there's rewards for doing good and there's um, penalties for doing bad. And, that, and that's a training thing. And, you know, every time you get a token, think of how the, how like uncle Danny's obsessed with like candy crush and shit, or like you're even obsessed with the notifications that, that you get um, from your Instagram account or your Twitter account, all those things. Like, I mean, those little bumps of adrenaline, those little bumps of serotonin that you get from that, that's all training for the video game simulation style reality. Think about the contactless society that we're in right now. I, I went to, Best Buy last week to buy a television for my mom, and I went straight in, bought a TV in ten fucking minutes, and was out. Why? Right. Because there was a line wrapped around the fucking parking lot of people waiting to get a contactless pickup of their order. Like that's the fucking direction that we're heading. Yeah. Nobody wants to go in the game, in the store anymore. Nobody wants to participate. Nobody wants to touch. Nobody wants to shake hands. Nobody wants to say hello. They would rather sit in their fucking cars and be contactless. They don't need to go to the games like you were saying. You could put a VR helmet on and watch the game. How about this? What about the NFL players? Is there going to be a point where they put on VR helmets and they themselves are not in their yep. own fucking game playing? Yep. Yep. That's where we're going. I said this. I said the next Millie Vanilli. If y'all, if y'all don't remember this, Millie Vanilli back in the early '90s, the girl you know it's true that they they were exposed. <laughs> they were exposed live on stage uh, for for lip syncing because the CD skipped like during the chorus of their most popular yep. song. Right. The next phase of this being exposed for fakery is going to be where you're going to be at a live concert of your favorite artist, Billie Eilish, or whatever. And there is going to be a that's glitch. Who you pick? Yeah, Billy. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> that's, the, that's the easiest one. Um, mm -hmm. Billy Eilish. And you're going to be watching her. And all of a sudden, she's going to fucking glitch. And you're going to be like, what the fuck? And then she's going to glitch again. And then she's going to disappear. And then all the people are going to have to run out. And all the stagehands are going to have to explain why Billy Eilish, who is just standing there, just fucking disappeared. And then you realize she was never fucking there. It was a hologram. The whole goddamn time. And they will tell you, right. And they will just brush it off and fucking, you know, like it, it'll just, people just keep it moving. Like right. that was just a Billie Eilish trick that she did for her show. Yes, <laughs> exactly. No, that's exactly, that's exactly like, that's the type of shit that's about to happen. Now. I mean, have you, have you ever read the thing? Uh, I just found the article here. Biohackers encoded malware in a strand of DNA. Researchers planted a working hacker exploit in the physical strand of DNA. Uh, in new research, they plan to present at the Unisex Security Conference on Thursday. A group of researchers from the University of Washington has shown for the first time that it's possible to encode malicious software into physical strands of DNA. 
So that when a gene sequencer analyzes it, resulting in data becomes a program that corrupts gene sequencing software and takes control of the underlying computer. While the attack is far from practical for any real spy or criminal, it's one one researcher argues could become more likely over time as DNA sequencing becomes more commonplace, powerful, and performed by third party services on sensitive computer systems. Like they've done so much research to show how DNA and uh, computer software are fucking almost identical and how you can hack both. And that's basically what's been going on. Like people just need to wake the fuck up and realize that this shit, I mean, I wish my body was like a fucking MacBook where it was like impenetrable for fucking viruses. But I feel like mine was that old Dell that just like you open your fucking browser and all of a sudden you just (laughs) crash with fucking viruses. That's what my body feels like right now. I always feel like uh, I always feel like I got too deep in because I used to remember my childhood and everything, I think. Yeah. Um, since last year and the year a couple of years before I talk about like CTE and but like I feel like they've deleted my hard drive. <laughs> like I feel like they've deleted a lot of everything that's in my brain. Like I'm constantly in a struggle to like get back things I was thinking about. I don't remember anything. I could rewatch shows on Netflix that I watched six months ago. From scratch oh, and, and have no idea. And have, yeah, it's the uh, same way. The I, only, I think that's drugs, only. Tommy. I don't think that's a conspiracy. Yeah, no, it's 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 not. It's not. <laughs> they they men in blacked me. They men in blacked me. With well, the they do. Like think about it. So like, okay, you know, with the computer system, right? You get on the bad websites, and then you get malware, and then you get spyware, and then you got to buy a program. My brain's got a virus. Yeah, yeah, your brain. So your brain goes down these different holes, or the you know places where it probably shouldn't go, or it's not programmed to go. And then uh, your your mind's corrupted, man. And then what do they do? They sell you the antivirus software. So they're selling you the pharmaceuticals. That's supposed to get your brain back on track. But yeah. your computer's never going to be the same, dude. <laughs> it's never going to be the same. My computer's broken. My computer's broken. It's funny right now. I'm on Twitter. I just scrolled through Twitter. And I see these fucking retarded, you know, 40,000 follower accounts that know nothing about anything talking about, like, uh, Adrenochrome. And they're posting articles about that just came out over the last month or two about um, b- blood circulation, young blood being the key to aging, you know, and stopping aging and all this. I'm like, dude, we talked about this. The New York Times had a fucking article about this 10 years ago. Uh, I just found the article. Young blood may hold the key to reversing aging. Two teams of scientists published studies on Sunday showing the blood from young mice reversing aging in old mice, rejuvenating their muscles and brains. As ghoulish as the research may sound, experts said it could lead to treatments for disorders like Alzheimer's disease, heart disease, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just so funny because I'm looking at Twitter and I'm like, these people are just discovering for the first time shit that we've known for a decade. Right. You know, that they're doing. Like, why do you think all these kids go missing? Why do you think we talk about baby blood and all this shit? Because this is this is a fact. They believe that fucking children's blood is the fountain of youth. I think totally not about this. I I think we talked about this episode one. It was either episode one or episode two. Adrenochrome was touched episode one. I know that. I remember specifically telling you I did not want to talk about it. And then you deliberately brought it up. Yes, which is what I normally do when you don't want to talk about. Something. It's literally like if you called an audible without telling me, I, well, like why I wasn't in the huddle and then tried to throw me the football <laughs> and expecting me to fucking catch it. That like from Those that's early episodes we were, were pretty yeah. nuts. That's when I realized like I was fucked on this show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like you you were yeah. you were still trying to like kind of lay low and like you know I'm a teacher and I gotta do this and I want to like you were you were you were in between and I just did to drag you and kick you off the fucking mountain like a donkey. <laughs> let you, let you fall. 
<laughs> you were throwing fucking the... pine cones at me. Listen, uh, I was a monkey chasing you with pine cones. As long as you don't stick your barbed wire dick up my ass, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talk about the. Have you talked as much as you wanted to about astroturfing and what it is? Well, I, you know, we were on the phone and and I. I've seen this term astro everywhere, you know, astrodome, astronaut, astro world with, with uh, tra the Travis Scott concert. And, you know, we were also talking about football and, and even that's why I think like this green energy is like the astro turfing of energy, because when we, even when we talk about football, right, you can play on grass or you can play on turf. And a lot of these teams are mo moving towards turf and anybody that's played on turf whether it's that like hard shit that they used to play on in the 90s that just like fucking rip your oh, acls okay. apart rip our fucking elbows and knees apart like, <laughs> i mean or like the new what's it called i think it's called astro play maybe where it like emulates astro turf now yeah with the little rubber pellets that get in your fucking yeah, yeah, socks yeah. and in I your got, mouth yeah. yeah have you ever gotten slammed to the ground on that shit and you just get pellets in your mouth Oh yeah, it's just the black pellets fucking everywhere. You're picking yeah. that shit. They get stuck. They get stuck into your skin and shit. Yeah. I remember I was at Fordham and we had a soccer game the night before. And like the day after, I'm taking this test and I scratch my head because I had an itch and like three rubber pellets hit my head. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if anybody saw that pop out of my head, they would have probably thought that like I hadn't washed my hair in like a month. Some fucking Which you probably hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> the game was a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, so you you know you have this option: can you play on grass or you can play on turf? But everybody chooses turf. Why? I mean, because it you know it doesn't rejuvenate. It probably like is very cost efficient, and humans are just naturally are designed to control every element of the simulation. One of which is the field in which we play on. But everybody knows that when you play on a fake playing surface, your body subconsciously knows it, which directly contributes to the increased injuries. And I think it's just like with the pharmaceuticals, people try to think of every excuse possible for the increase in injuries other than the playing surfaces. And when you try to do everything to, quote, astroturf or to soften the surfaces, you're going to uh, soften the players. You're going to increase the risk of injury. When I played on astroturf, my joints fucking like I could always tell the, the day after my joints would just like fucking swell up. Um, I tore my ACL on an AstroTurf field. My high school soccer field was, was mm -hmm. AstroTurf. And so, you know, it, it, there's a lot to be said by that, like the natural versus the phony. And then you talked about how they, you know, uh, the, the metaphorical dome and then the actual physical dome that they put on the damn stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's all, it's all representative. I mean, you were going real deep into it, how they, they AstroTurf everything in life, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the domes themselves on the stadiums, like, yeah, we're, it's it's symbolic. We're moving everything towards a dome. And what does the dome do? It controls the environment. It controls the weather. You know, you have weather control. You have personnel control. It's just a – it's similar to a – it's a firmament, right, for a football mm -hmm. game. Right, yes. where you actually, yeah. you actually control all the outside circumstances. That's what they've been doing with the internet. That's what they've been doing with media. They're trying to control all of us so that no outside uh, entities, no outside thunder – like the No Mercy podcast or the Tinfoil Hat podcast or Larry Johnson, like so that they can't get in. So they're insulating everyone in this dome of nonsense to keep all the outside sources out. You know, it's, it's there's a symbolic. there's a term called astroturfing. That's not just the artificial grass, but it's like the I guess the urban dictionary term uh, that you guys might may have heard it during the 2016 and 2020 election. But astroturfing basically means to like artificially 
create like uh, like public support for for anything, right? So it's like usually done through like marketing or like PR, but it's just like what you're saying with the the NFT stuff or these fake bot accounts, right? Where they're artificially increasing numbers, astroturfing numbers uh, in order to make it seem like, you know, it's more prominent than what it is, whether it's the CNN numbers, whether it's Biden's actual vote totals, whether it's views on a uh, whitehouse.gov um, you know, page where, where, where our president's speaking, but in re- in actuality, we realize what the numbers actually are. Taking away the dislike uh, vote and the down vote on YouTube pages because they're getting ratioed out the fucking ass. Or reverse astroturfing, which is what they're doing, you know, to, to Tommy's Instagram, where they're taking away views where there's 8,000 likes, but 600 views. So that's what we're saying when we think this whole world is ast- being astroturfed. Is because every element's being controlled. But what you see, the you know, what you hear, the the weather outside, like you were saying with the firmament and the dome, like everything is going to be controlled. Which is why when I see these these billion dollar techs all going towards green energy, that makes me think that that there's something to this green energy that's controllable. Whether it's a carbon tax or whether they're going to be able to manipulate the weather so that you know if they want it to be 71 and sunny, they can make it 71 and sunny. And that's kind of mm-hmm. like what astroturfing is. It's the same thing as video game and gamification where but the problem is that it sounds great, but it's going to be controlled by, you know, uh, a monopolistic group of fucking wealthy elites. I mean the the beauty of the the climate change lockdowns for them. God, I need some water is, after that, bro. Yeah, I got it. The the beauty of the climate change for them is that they then get full control over everything. Because yes. then you could start locking people down because once you get people focused on saving the planet, which I don't recycle, I don't fucking I throw fucking cigarettes on the street. <laughs> this shit ain't real. I do not believe that this is fucking real. There's no planet to fucking save. There's not like, no, fuck it. No, I don't like space is fake and gay. Okay. Like Thank I'm you. all in on that. Sure like this available is, soon. This is a, I, I realized recycling is a goddamn myth. It's all a fucking myth. Okay. It's all fucking fake. And yeah. once they can control the fear, I mean, the, like, think about it. They control us through fear. I mean, and religion does it too, right? Like, what are you supposed to do if fucking, uh, if Jesus came down, you know, you fucking all drop to a knee and bow, right? Like it's all fear based, you know, like worship no other God, but me, like it's all, if you don't accept the Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, you will burn in eternal hell. Like, come on. Like it's all fear based, right? I'm not saying it's not real. I'm not bashing religious people. I'm just saying every religion, every entity, every leader, take it from Hitler to the most beautiful, wonderful religious person. It's all fear based. Once you remove the fear, then free thinking comes, right? So the fear, I mean, think about the ultimate fear. The first ultimate fear is death, right? They have you afraid of death. Why? Because if everyone in this fucking country realized that there's a good chance that you die and come back and start over, people be killing themselves. You'd have fucking 2.4 billion people kill themselves today, right? Like everyone would be like, fuck this, dude. I don't want this fucking life. I'm going to start over. Right. But the fear that this may be your last and only shot is the thing. When people are deciding whether they want to, you know, rob the liquor store or go get a fucking, you know, menial job to pay their bills, the fear of being a bad person and going to hell, the fear of going to jail, 
jail. Everything is based on fear when you're talking about control. So I don't ever subscribe to any fear-based organizations, ever. But the ultimate fear right now outside of death is the planet. Because if you tell people the planet's going to disappear and you're not going to have any place to live on, there we go. Then you can control the whole planet. You control everything once you start getting people scared of the planet. Yeah. Once you get people scared of the, you know, there being no planet anymore. So that's when you lock people inside and tell people, hey, everyone can only go outside for eight months a year because for four months we need to reduce the carbon emissions. And you could just start to control everyone, control what they eat, control what they drink, control how they act and control their life. So the the climate changes is coming over the next year. It's going to get fucking I almost wish we had time to call Uncle Danny because he went on this climate change rant with me last night talking about the fucking. Oh, oh it was it was. Is he going to answer? Call. Uh, yeah, I can try calling him. You want me to call him? Yeah, call him. See if he wants to, because he he thinks that global warming is real to a certain extent. No, it isn't. And uh, but he, he's, if he's you like, go did back you hear about enough. this ozone layer? It's, it's like like what people are saying about a drip. <laughs> no, Danny, tell me about the ozone layer. Explain. <laughs> Right. hear about this new thing called an oil layer um uh, is this gonna work like this i don't know if it's gonna reverb because of we'll see call him tell him to come and join the zoom all right let me see do that Te- text him and tell him to join the zoom i got about 10 10 15 minutes um tell him see if he wants to join the zoom if not he was in the, the discord the other night it was hysterical it's so uh, good when you guys were both in there. all right so can funny. you hear this yeah Hey, can you Yo. hey can you join our Zoom if I send you a Zoom link for about ten minutes? We're on we're on no mercy. Uh, I'll try. Okay, that means you gotta yes. hurry up. All right, I'm sending it to you. I'm emailing it to you right now. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, I'm just letting you know I've never done this before, so this could fucking be a disaster. What do you mean? You just invite them the same way you invited me? Yeah, I know, but I've never invited two people into the same Zoom. It's the same fucking thing. You just you just click the invite link and then send them an email with it. Fucking idiot! Uh, go to go to participants. Click the arrow on the fucking Zoom thing where you see me and you, and then click the invite button. And you copy the link and then email it to him. And he just pops. He comes into the waiting room. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. All right, two participants. Uh, invite. Yeah. Mail. This is riveting, riveting podcast. Okay. You have one monkey trying to fucking send the invite, and Throwing another monkey coming and fuck it all up. Okay, so now it's going to take him fucking five minutes to actually get in this. Yeah, yeah, you guys are the worst. You guys are the worst. All right, so let's see. I'm up against the goddamn clock here, and I'm fucking standing. Danny's going to go on for fucking 20 minutes about fucking how he just figured out Pluto's not a planet. All right, I got to call him to let him know. That By the way, did you see, while you do that, do you need to talk while you do that, or you already done your part? Hold on. Okay, because I'd like to talk about how fucking. Hey, uh, so I sent you an email. All right. Click it, and then listen. You have to put the password in. It's a lot of shit to remember. You shouldn't need to put a password in, or maybe not. Maybe just click the link. I don't know. Danny, just click the fucking link, and and you'll be in. Don't listen to Bobby. He's retarded. All right, All right. bye. What do you mean password? I don't know. Did you have to have a password? What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you so stupid? Did you have to have a password to get in? No. Oh, okay. Right, well, password? I thought it required a We've password. We've been doing this for two years. 
fucking password. What the password is? Astro. <laughs> the password is the fucking the password. Did you have, did you send me a password, Bobby? I, I don't know. I thought it said you had to have a password in the in the in the link. No, you just need a link. You click on the link, Who's and then you calling go. Calling me no, from you... Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, it's probably Danny. But uh, keep your eye on the waiting room now. It should tell you like one person came into the waiting room or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm looking at it right But now. Um, I do want to mention, okay, and we can ahead. talk about it with Danny. Um, Simone Biles won Athlete of the Year. No, she did not. Did you hear about this? No, she did not. Yes, she won Time Athlete of the Year. Speaking Time Magazine Athlete of the Year. This is like Time Obama. This is like Athlete. Obama winning fucking Time Man of the yeah, Year. The, he's no, prize. He's prize. Yeah. Dude, Simone Biles, for those of you that fucking live under a rock, literally fucking quit the Olympics. She had an Adderall issue, which no one talks about, but quit the Olympics in the middle of a fucking contest after fucking her whole fucking squad needed her, bailed out and skipped all the main events and then fucking came out and said it was because she has mental health issues. And then she fucking basically gave up on her country, gave up on the event, fucked all the young girls that were in there. And then they gave her athlete of the year. Danny, did you hear about this? Hear about what? Danny, by the way, the video don't worry about the video. You don't need video. We're just doing audio. No, leave the video. So, this is <laughs> No, it's I funny, bro, because you're gonna keep Bob out. I want to see his stupid face. Only me and you Bob can see it then. So you don't need the video. Did you hear about Simone Biles winning athlete of the year? Time woman at time athlete of the year? What? quitting for quitting yeah for quitting she gets athlete of the year no yeah yeah she won time time magazine she was on the cover of time magazine athlete of the year well this is the color of her skin we gotta kiss every person because we gotta kiss because uh, the the woke people the few have to kiss every person to call his ass so they could say oh look at me i'm good to people of color I just look how good I am. And then they all go back to the lily white neighborhoods and you use the N-word in the houses. <laughs> so, so, it's so true. I had, I had to, and then they all go home and they go, oh my God, Roger, a black person moved into the neighborhood that <laughs> so we need to sell. <laughs> we need to, to sell. Oh my God, that's so true. That's what they do. I know, but Danny, when I experienced it the most, that's it's, what they do. I know when I lived in California, when I moved to SoCal, I was living in fucking Hermosa Beach in Manhattan Beach, which like you can't get whiter and you can't get more liberal. And all of them over there literally were all always talking about, you know, black issues and Latino issues and this and that. They didn't even know there wasn't a black person within seven degrees of where they're from. It's always the rich, entitled white liberals who've never hung out with black people in their life who push for all the black movements and black athletes. All the same bullshit. That's why, let me tell you something. I gave up. I gave up watching TV. <laughs> you explain to me why I need to get effing angry to watch a fucking goddamn television show. Okay? Because every time I turn around and a commercial's on, you got all these people, they got their cult, the people of color, the fucking Orientals, they, all, they got them all fucking on, right? Right? And then you and then you see the one white guy. The one white guy, especially with a man bun. He's always beta. He's always beta. Yeah. yeah. 
wears a man bun. Any guy that wears a man bun is a pussy, in my opinion. First <laughs> yes, I agree. Okay? That's first of all. I, anybody that wears a man bun takes it up the ass, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Barbed wire dog dick. No doubt. Yeah. Likes he likes to bend over. Right. So I can't even watch TV anymore. Okay, can't even watch television. I see. I see. I'm watching Cadillac the other night. A Cadillac. But didn't you didn't you post a tweet anywhere? Just, you said, "Why does no one market to white men anymore?" Or something. What white white men don't buy products anymore, according to commercials. According to the commercials, the the buying power in this country, and look it up, is is white males are the buying power. They make the biggest purchases. They buy they buy the most. Okay, don't get me wrong. Women buy, but women buy accessories. That's what they're number one in. Okay, but the but the real meat of buying power is white males. So you got a Cadillac commercial. Nice black family. Okay, They're really nice. Now you tell me how many black families are going to sit there. In that lily white house, and and have two Cadillacs in their driveway. Okay, sir. I mean, I'm not trying to be racist with that comment, but how many people can actually afford it? Well, I mean, you look. I so, saw. I saw. I saw a Bentley commercial, which you never see commercials for like Bentley and things like that. It was on the internet, and it was it was uh, a, a Spanish couple, right? And that's fine. I'm sure there's a lot of wealthy Latinos and wealthy blacks and wealthy Indians and wealthy everything. But pretty much 100% of Bentleys I've ever seen owned were by 70-year-old white men. <laughs> that's probably your target demographic. 80-year-old yes. rich white Jewish guys. Like, that's who should be driving the Bentley in the commercial. Yes. Yeah. It's not Italians yeah, either. Been, we don't own them either. It's like it's, always, it's like putting a no, tavern on the it's like putting a tavern on the green in the hood, you know? It's like yeah, it, it, exactly. doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. They're not they're not marketing to their target demographics anymore. They're just trying to show how woke and cool they but, are. But it's it you know what? It's racism, but no one will call it racism. It's racism. Now, here's here's the thing. Everything that they're doing right now, okay? Everything that they could say about white supremacy and every word that comes out of a person of color on TV's mouth. Flip the scene. Flip the scene and say it against a black person or a person of Asian descent. Okay? Flip the scene. I love how Danny oh flips. Danny flips the scene from a person of Asian descent to Oriental. Oriental. <laughs> this is both. <laughs> person right, of Asian the, descent. That's you. That's you virtue signaling. Okay. But, what do you think of the Indians, all, Danny? And, you know, and listen, how many, how many more people can? can be, oh, oh my God. Now, the last one was targeting people of Oriental descent <laughs> are being beat up. something. They were getting beat up in the 70s in my high school, okay? Because they were always the ones that sat in the front row of the class and told the teacher on you, okay? <laughs> so we were always beating the shit of fucking, out of the Chinese kids, the Korean kids, they were always the smart ones, always getting, always getting us in trouble. They got their heads tuned at 315 every day at, at, at school because they would never shut their mouth. So, Danny, what do you think about uh, people from India, not Native Americans, but people of Indian descent? Oh, he likes they smell. <laughs> they smell. They're telling the truth. They smell. <laughs> let me let me let me tell you something. <laughs> High school was the greatest thing in the 70s and the 80s. Let me let me tell you why. Because 
because at 2.46 when that bell would sound, <laughs> then it was on. It was on. At 2.46 when that bell would sound, you would have Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, four out. <laughs> That's how you settled your differences. Right. Okay? Okay? Yeah. Your school Cut actually this, let out at now? 2.46 p.m. That was a, That's an interesting time. Well, school always let out at a weird time. I think it was like 2.50 if I remember. No, I think it was 3 o'clock. But anyway. <laughs> but Danny, you never no, went to school. Yeah. Grandma Danny went- used to show up at 2.46. But when I did lot. go to school. But when I did. Oh, no, I always, you, you always went to school to hang out. <laughs> Danny, we were talking about global warming uh, last night, and you gave me this very—it was a TED Talks esque lecture on the ozone layer and, and global warming. Do you remember this conversation? Your thoughts on global warming? I can't remember. You can't remember. I mean, it was last night. It was last night, and you were talking about how. Uh, no, my okay. No, my my thoughts. My thoughts on global warming. Okay. Which now, which I'm now sorry. we've changed the climate change. Keep in mind, it's it's a better to spread the bullshit message. You said somebody okay. told you okay, the weather listen. in California was going to look like the weather in New York, and the weather in New okay. York. Go ahead. Now, now, I, I I will tell you I will tell you this right now. My science teacher, his name is Mister Ed. I told Bob this last night. That's a horse. Okay, not the horse. Okay, <laughs> not the horse. That was his name, Mister Ed. That's what we used yeah. to call. He turns around yeah. and goes, "You know what? If this is in like 1976." He goes. Global warming is occurring, and by the time you guys are in your 40s and your 50s, we're gonna New York's gonna have California weather, and California is gonna have winter weather. Now, I was I I went out of school that day, ran home to my mother, and I said, "Mom, I'm never leaving the East Coast because we're gonna have really good weather." Soon. <laughs> my mother's left. I mean, this is this is true. This is true. I'm telling my mother that we're having your grandmother that we're gonna have good weather. That I'm never gonna move from the East Coast. Okay. I'm 60 years old. I'm still waiting for this fucking climate change to happen on the East Coast. Yeah. Okay, where's what? Mr. Fucking Ed? I want to ask you, what the, what the... My mother laughed at me. So, my mother laughed at me. Yep. And and that's why everyone was talking about the Ice Age in the 60s and 70s coming, too. Like, it's just... So, it's all bullshit. If you've lived long enough, you realize that it's all bullshit. The whole climate change thing. It's all fucking bullshit. And if you take the sample size... And you go back far enough, you realize that weather is sick. Let me put you on hold. Let me, let me put you on hold, Rick. Rick, I gotta, I gotta do one thing. Can I call you right back? Yeah, call us right back. I'll, I'll click back on the Zoom. All right, bye. All right, all right. And he just big timed us. Wow. I mean, I have to go in a minute. Anyway, Bro, I just so. realized this whole time I have, mu- I have the power to mute you at any time. Oh, it's amazing. I've, I've, I've doing it to Danny just so I don't have to hear him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, he actually looked kind of busy. Like he was actually. He walking. actually did he was, look like he was doing something. <laughs> he for was once, like going in was, and out of doors, which was very odd. I don't know if I've ever seen him doing something. It made me nervous. So that was, yeah, he, he looked very busy <laughs> as he was spewing his racism. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but wait, time out real quick. People of Oriental descent. <laughs> yeah, people of Asian descent. Orientals turned into people of Oriental descent. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? So oh man. But dude, that's Yeah, he does. He does. It does have a point though, and I've mentioned it a lot. And again, these are things I normally don't say on here as much as I'll say in the Discord because it's smaller and more private. But I'm fucking done with commercials. I'm the, I'm the, if I see one more fucking gay black couple 
or fucking Asian girl with a fucking Spanish guy. Guys, Asian girls don't marry black guys. Okay? It doesn't fucking happen. Asian guys don't marry Spanish girls. That doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. Stop putting it in the commercials. I've lived for 42 fucking years. I've never seen a fucking Asian guy with a black girl. This is I've never fucking seen it once. This is astroturfing. And, and Danny's I've never right. seen it once. It's stop falling for it. It's fucking it is racist as shit. Believe it or it's not. So I think Dan, like, here's the thing, like, like truth becomes racism at some point. It's like, yeah, what Danny's saying is, yo, you have these Bentley commercials that you have this this black couple, this, that, and the other. However, like you were saying, 99% of the people that drive Bentleys are fucking seven-year-old white dudes. Like, it's racist for you to put these motherfuckers in all these advertisements when you know that 99% of the people uh, that belong to this race can't afford it. Like I said, like I was using the tavern on the green uh, which is a really affluent restaurant in Manhattan, put that in the middle of the fucking ghetto and outprice yourself, and, and nobody's going to be able to come in and eat at that fucking restaurant. So it is racist of them to, to do this shit. It is racist it is. of them to to oversaturate. To, oh, that's the, that's the you know key, what? oversaturate. It's beyond racist. It's fucking condescending and demeaning, and the fact yes. that people don't. And you know, who, you know who the only people who realize it are? The people who are being targeted. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I can't you talk to talk to any black person and they see this shit and they see right through it. Right. They're like, I see what these motherfuckers. Are I mean, doing. And, and this like, is somebody who got. In why do you think every single vaccine commercial right now is a fucking black lady talking with an Indian or black doctor? Like, it's so obvious that they see through it. The only people who love it are the fucking woke white people who've never been around enough black people to know that black people see this shit and go, yo, fuck you, bro, with this pandering bullshit. Right. Yeah, that's why it's not working. By the way, all the black <laughs> all the black guys are driving Jeeps now. I don't know if that's like that where you are, but dude, like I've, I get more compliments on my Jeep from black dudes than I do from white people now. So I think I think I, I think mean, I don't, I don't know. We don't have that many people Jeep. of I mean, black I descent. People of black descent. Are, people uh, of African-American <laughs> descent. All right, I'm back. Oh, well, we only got like a minute. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't know you could pop back in. What the fuck? <laughs> Just pops back in. Well. So anyway, about the Orientals. Danny, you Listen, said something. About I just the- wanted to just tell you this. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay. You gonna speak? I just want to tell you this. <laughs> you guys are exactly right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be called a racist. Okay. If anything I say, I'm gonna be called a no, racist. No, I just said I agree you with everything little, you just said. That seat that you see that that just you use that that I, I don't even want to know what to call it. That Joy Reed. Okay. That Joy, she's my new Rachel Maddow. Okay, you know who Joy Reid is? Yeah. No. She's isn't she like the uh, she's like the, on the View, one of those morning shows. She well, no, she's got her own show on MSNBC or CNBC. She is the female Al Sharpton. Yep. Anything you say, you're racist. But if anybody says whatever she wants, so somebody went after her on Twitter and said something to her, she turns around and hides in her corner. Oh, you're just being that way because I'm a black woman. But she can say whatever she wants. They use walls. They come mm-hmm. out from behind the wall. It's like they come out from behind the wall with a pea shooter, and they shoot you with the pea shooter. But then when you throw the rock over the wall to hit them on the head, they cry, oh, you can't do that to me. You can't do that to me. They hide. They hide. They hide. And yep. then you go after them. Okay? Yep. They, they, I'm, I am more racist. I am more racist. In 2021 than I was just 12 months ago. Well, they're trying. That's their plan, Danny. That's the 
that's the thing. That's their plan. Their plan is to make everyone racist because, like I said, people aren't. Like, people weren't. I lived in Hackensack. You know Hackensack. It's fucking like 70% black. They call it Blackensack. I voluntarily moved there for three years just because I fucking, the only, I hate white people. <laughs> like, I just hate rich white people. Like, I, they drive me insane. Like, liberal. If you, if you find rich white people, you're running into liberals. And white liberals are the devil. So I try to gravitate away from the white liberal. And, you know, I was living in Hackensack. I had a beautiful high rise. It was probably the most expensive place in Hackensack. 70% black. I went to all the bars in Hackensack. I went to all the liquor stores in Hackensack. Every time I'd walk in a liquor store, I knew the guys in there. What's up? Yo, what up, T? What up? Go to the fucking bars. What's up, bro? Like, it was, there was no racism. It didn't fucking exist. Now, I know it does, but everyone's racist a little bit. Now they're trying to create. They've been trying it for three years. They're trying to make everyone hate the opposite people of themselves. They're trying religious divides, wealth divides, race divides, uh, political divides, any way that they could just chop this country up into little pieces and divide us so they could take us over. It's divide and conquer. And that's why you can't fall into it. Don't fall into these commercials. Don't fall into this bullshit because black people are watching that going, we're not fucking stupid. And Indian people are watching that going, we're not fucking stupid. It's only the white liberal that's falling for it because they're retarded. Yeah, I got a great story about that. So I'm they're sitting falling a- for it left and right. I'm sitting in a hot wing shop in Memphis and I'm the only white person in there ordering food. And they had a bunch I would of- have I would have wagered that that in a hot <laughs> wing shop it would be it would be mostly non-white. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to talk about hot wings are if you want to talk about demographic, I think putting a black couple in a hot wing commercial would be very advantageous, but then they would be called No, they'll put the white people in those commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the, the one commercial. Bro, these are great. Like these are the full wings though, not the bullshit wings. Like you got to go get the Which real. So, I'm you know, they got a bunch of pictures from like uh, high school, like like Memphis is big on like local talent. So like, you know, they, they have like a lot of local talent, like Memphis ballers that go in there. So we were talking about Memphis hoops for 30 minutes, me and the people working there and everybody. And then all of a sudden they got the TV on and the news comes on and it's talking about a police brutality shooting uh, in, in Kentucky and how, you know, the, we need to handle racism in the police force. And as soon as this shit came on, it went from like pleasant conversation to silence. Yep. And you yep. like you could cut the tension with the fucking knife. And it happened yep. with in in a period of five minutes. And I, I went from having a normal, nice conversation, no racism to being evil white man in about five minutes, all because of the artificial uh, newscast that was going on at that time. So that, that, yeah, that goes with what you're saying about that they're trying to create this shit. Yep, the programming. And Danny's falling into it. Danny, Danny's I'm falls into all of it. I'm surprised you folks didn't catch the ESPN calling cancer racist. They called math racist the other day, too. They said math they was racist the other day. Racist. They were they were running an ad for the Jimmy V Classic, and what the I am going to screw this up royally. Right, we expect they that. They said the the commentator said to fight the diversity of cancer in in people. Diversity, fighting, fighting cancer diversity, yeah. well, something like that. I, 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 up, wish I, could, I wish I could remember it. Cancer diversity. I wish I could remember it exactly. Yeah. Fight fight cancer diversity. Oh. Yeah. No, dude, fucking. they use the word diversity. No, they use You know the what? Word every diversity. time you mess something up, Danny, just stop and go fucking Orientals. No, but they use the word diversity. I, I actually put it. God, I got to find a quote. We're tired of black on black cancer. 
<laughs> I I cannot believe that that uh, this was on ESPN. Oh God, where the hell is it? This is beautiful. Anyway, this is great. This is why we bring him on at the I, end. I was I was I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. Dude, they were talking about masks okay, being there racist it is, the it, other day. This is it. Here it is. You ready? All right. Ready? Now you're going to apologize. <laughs> the, elimination, the elimination of racial disparities of cancer. Now, now, okay, now you're smarter than me. What does yes. that mean? That, mean, that means <laughs> they're trying exactly to what they said. eliminate racism in cancer. <clears throat> okay, so you, know, you tell me. And I'm just a big dummy. Uh-huh. I just read you the exact quote. What does that mean? It means, it means more cancer. white people need to have cancer. Cancer is racist. Cancer is racist. Okay, exactly. Why well, they already said that? COVID's racist. They've been saying that the whole time. It 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 uh it in disproportionately affects the African American community. So, uh, maybe because why don't we just be honest at the fact that uh, a lot of African Americans live in the inner cities. The inner cities are more crowded, so therefore it spreads quicker. Like, I mean, wouldn't that make sense? Fuck, <laughs> are we going to sort of leave that part out? Like, fuck, are we talking about? Abor- abortion's racist. Oh, I, 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 I could not believe I read that. I mean, I, I, I saw that in uh, on ESPN. I could not believe that that was actually said. So now, I cancer mean, is racist. Cancer is racist. Math is racist. Um, oh. Uncle Danny's racist. Everything's racist. Okay, so. You tell me that. I, I'm I'm so sick and tired. I just had a big argument at work here, just to let you know. That's why I'm in a little pissy mood. Mm. Have you said, let's right. go, Brandon, in any meetings? No, I'm not allowed to. I got uh, I got brought into the security. Somebody felt threatened. So you say, let's go, Brandon, in a I room told you full about of that. people. Uh, what ha- so what happened to you? I, I, I was walking. I was walking past two people that were ripping Biden, and I was just walking past. And I said, I said, let's go, Brandon. And I kept walking. <laughs> Somebody called up corporate security <laughs> anonymously and said they felt threatened workplace because they heard me say, let's go, Brandon. Okay. Now the corporate security, now they have to do their jobs. I, I cannot get angry with them. They came in and said, Dan, we, we really got to talk to you about this, but I, I really don't want to, but I have no choice. Okay. They said, did you say it? I said, do you know what it means? I said, no. They said, well, somebody <laughs> said, said this whole thing, right? The whole nonsense, right? No. And I, said, and I said, well, maybe they're talking about Brandon Cooker. They just picked him up in my fantasy. And here I go to my DraftKings. Here I go to my DraftKings. And wouldn't you know it, I got, I got Brandon Cook on my team. <laughs> okay? Okay? Now, this is, this is a true Danny, story. Danny, he doesn't play till Thursday. <laughs> well, yeah. Right? But, and the, here's the funny part. They, they talked to me on a Monday. So I had Brandon Cook in last week's lineup. Cook. So they looked at it and they go, I go, they could have been talking about Brandon Cooks. <laughs> Brandon Cooks. Right? Oh, my God. Tom, Bob, Tom, this is the God-honest truth. There's no, there's not one ounce of lying in this story. Okay? He saw, he had to turn the microphone off. I started laughing. He says, okay, we're done here. There's nothing else to talk about. And he and he apologized to me, and he apologized to me and said, "Dan, I'm you know I really, I, I don't believe I just have to do." It. And I told him, I said, "I understand you have to do your job." I said, "So there's no hard feelings." So now go so, yeah, for the Somebody felt threatened with me. 
Oh, it's amazing. Anyway, we got We're ending on that, Bob, because we're I got to do a steak cashing show in four minutes. Yeah, it started a minute ago. Yep. So I got to get over there. Okay, next time you talk to me, well, next time you talk to me, we'll talk about why I won't play anybody named Brown on my fantasy ever again. It's a great ending. I mean, that's uh, tune in for uh, for next week's episode, Danny. (laughs) Any final words you'd like to? You're actually going to be here with us for the exit. Any final words for the uh, for the mercenaries? Um, let's go, Brandon. All right, for Cooks, Brandon Cooks, of course. Brandon Cooks. Hey, Danny, what yeah. do you think about Have a wonderful the, day? Hey, what, what do you think about the ozone layer? I mean, dude, hold on. What I literally think, got to Danny, get out of here Danny what do you think about the ozone layer? Hello? It's closed. All right. I hung the up ozone on layer's him. closed? I hung up it's, on him. The ozone layer has closed itself. I didn't hang okay, up on him. Hold on. Is, there, I removed him. I'll see you. <laughs> you just, oh, you were trying to boot yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get back to hosting. You're yeah. bad at that As part. is tradition. Right. It's a lot harder to get kick somebody out of a Zoom than it is. I'm telling you. Yeah, this shit. People think this shit's sweet. It's not. It's sweet. It's, it's hard to manage all this these different hard work. facilities. I'm sweating hosting. right yeah. now, dude. I know. Jesus Christ. So final words, fucking, nah, I just goodbye, India. Good night. I love you. And uh, stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> stay strong and, and stop uh, sending so, me dms about how much you hate indians please like seriously keep sending bobby more dms about how much you hate indians uh i want to see how many we can get because he's getting thousands upon thousands as he said <laughs> earlier anyway i'm literally shutting this microphone off smoking a cigarette turning it right back on to get on stay cash in our sports show that is on youtube every monday wednesday friday 2 p.m eastern uh, if you like sports, come check that out. Also, head over to 4deepbets.com. Number 4deepbets.com. Got some big specials going on on the site that are coming out this week. So get over there. Check it out. You can get in real cheap. Uh, get in for the sports betting and stay for the conspiracy talk. For at Bob's Lessons on all social media outlets, I am at Tommy G Returns on social media outlets. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Oh.